zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Live on the Mule Sports Network, it's Muhlenberg 2023 football. Sponsored by the new Birdies Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, MikeDragosports.com, the best high school sports coverage in Berks County, and Margarita's Pizzeria in Laureldale. Tonight, your Muhlenberg Mules travel to Lidditz to take on the Warwick Warriors. Now to the broadcast booth, here are your announcers, Ryan Lineweaver and Mr. Buckeye Patrick Wider. Disappointed that I did not. I thought you did a mic check. There we go. Sorry. A little loud there. It is a little loud. It was like somebody punched my eardrum. There we go. We are in Lidditz, Pennsylvania for a matchup between two one and six sides looking to both snag their second victory of the season. And that, of course, is between the Warwick Warriors themselves. Uh, who come in 0-3 in section play, 1-6 overall, facing off against your Muhlenberg Mules, who are 1-3 within section 2 play, 1-6 overall as well. Uh, Muhlenberg coming in, didn't play uh, especially well, at least if you look at the score sheet last week, but they did do some uh, some things really well. And then Warwick also coming off a, uh, well, it's still a loss, but they played Exeter really well last week. Uh, so it should be a good game here between uh, two teams who are, Finally starting to, uh, you know, show, show some semblance of life uh, later on in the season. It should be. I mean, it's a game between two teams that have kind of struggled. And uh, so they're both one and six here. And, and you know, a chance for both teams to try to get some momentum late in the season. So uh, I know the Mules would love to come out and get this win tonight. It's going to take a team effort. And same thing with Warwick. So we should have, a, you know, a spirited game, hopefully. Yeah, Warwick came in. Uh, we were looking at their... Uh, overall record over the past couple of years and they've gone like seven and three six and four five and five last year now the one and six this year warwick dealing with a whole rash of injuries they have a six game slide believe it or not in week one they beat the defending district three champion uh Cacalico eagles and then after that uh things kind of hit the skids yeah, I, I would not have expected them to be one and six at this point. I, I thought they would be. I didn't think they'd, they'd be like seven and zero, oh, but I thought they'd be like three and four, four and three, if I had to guess. Because you know the, they've been a competitive program the last like you know six to eight years. You know they've won district playoff games, they've won section, they've beaten Manheim Central. They're, you know their big rival. So like like they've had games. They're just having a little bit of a down year. Um, so you know that happens sometimes. You know, and and so for Warwick, you know, they're thinking, come out and let's let's beat the Mules, and then Mules the other way around as well. Last year they did just that. It was uh, forty-one to eight last year in Laureldale. The Warriors leading the overall series, forty-four, eighteen, and two. Two got some ties in there. You get man, you got the the, the, the all-time record. That's nice. I do. Well, it's That's thanks to Lancaster Online well, yeah. partnering with uh, you know friend of the pod, uh, MikeDragoSports.com. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Warwick, they haven't had an easy road uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Their opponents are 43-6 and six overall in this, uh, you know, the 50th game. Um, and they've really just had a tough go of it. Uh, they're a team that likes to throw the football an awful lot. That should be interesting to see Muhlenberg and Warwick toss the pigskin around. You have spread offense here for Muhlenberg and then Warwick. Uh, you talk about their quarterback and – 
I mean, Evans has thrown the ball all around the field. He leads the entire league in pass attempts. Yeah, Trevor Evans is a good player. He he was a safety last year, um, played some receiver, and now this year he's doing double duty, safety and quarterback. He's a good athlete. He can throw it a little bit. So he's somebody I've, I've studied his film and, and read some articles about. So I know know him well. I'm kind of excited to see how he does tonight, uh, see how he could do. And, you know, the Buell's defense, they're, they're middle of the pack in defense, you know, uh, so – so that's been the strength of their team. Uh, their offense has really struggled most of the year. So their defense, you know, you know, can keep maybe keep them in the game. Well, that's what we hope for with uh, Muhlenberg as well. We were looking at the rankings, and we said, all right, Muhlenberg has run for the least amount of rushing yardage, but their defense, on the other hand, is squarely middle of the pack here within the section. Yeah, their defense is solid. You know, it, it's a bend but don't break, and, they don't give up many big plays, you know. They don't. A lot of times, it, I, it, I honestly it, can't it, remember. They like, yeah, they make teams drive. Mm-hmm. Like even that Mainheim Central game, you know, I was at two weeks ago. Like Mainheim Central had to drive. They, you know, they did not make get many big plays, and usually Mainheim Central is a is a big play team. It's hard to just do drives, and 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 that's kind of the Mules' defense. They bend, they bend, but they don't break. And yeah, it's forty two nothing. But when your offense is doing nothing. And their office has done nothing the last two weeks. When your office does nothing, it's hard. They're going out there and playing defense like constantly, three and out defense, three and out defense. So I, I give the defense credit. I think they've hung in there. And if they had a better offense, you know, they probably could have won a couple more games. Well, we take a look at Coach Wider's three keys <laughs> to victory, and that was number three, which was uh, defensive balling. Yeah, I, I think the defense has been solid. It's been sound. All year, I think they're doing a really good job, um, and so they got to continue tonight. You know, you, you're going to see a pass-heavy team, which, be honest, like that's kind of the strength of the Muhlenberg defense too. The the back four is pretty good. You know, Kyle Archie's playing at an all-league level, and Urbias is. You know, what has he got? Four or five picks. He's playing at a well level. So yeah, I, I think that it could be a you know a good chance for the defense to shine. Even though Evans, I think, has a chance to be a good quarterback. I think that, that there, there could be the advantage to Muhlenberg. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they throw a little bit more nickel package out there, uh, maybe swap out a linebacker for an extra defensive yeah, and, back. Because uh, we've mostly yeah. done single high safety and forced teams to you know throw against us. And with a team that wants to throw, do you think that maybe they move to the, a too high safety? Well, I don't know, maybe. But I, I think that this is where Mikey Miller comes in play. Mikey Miller can play that the slot well. So if you feel like... You know, you play him a slot, you know, and, and match up with some of their, their receivers close to the line of scrimmage. So maybe, but Arbias does a nice job of that deep safety. So I think I feel, I feel comfortable. Honestly, I'm, I'm very impressed with the scheme on defense. They're sound. They rally. They tackle. Uh, they, they're just very sound on defense. They're, you know, they're fundamentally sound. Um, and then they've struggled on offense, and I don't think it's the coaching. I just think it's... You know, uh, O-line that's really struggled. Quarterback play's been up and down. They just can't run the ball. And you go out there, you throw the ball as much as they do. It's hard. You can't, you know, it's like, yeah, you could do that if you had a great, you know, if you got like an all-world high school quarterback. But it's really hard. And they just put so much pressure on their quarterback because they can't run the ball and they end up throwing the ball a lot. Well, last week they did make a move to move Mikey Miller kind of from that slot position into the backfield. They did have him running a handful of times out of the backfield. So maybe that's an adjustment that they'll make 
going forward the remainder of the season and actually make good on the uh, promise that we heard <laughs> at the beginning of the season. That we're going to move him around a little bit, so maybe we'll see him moving around that formation and and hopefully uh, your first key to victory here for Muhlenberg is starting fast and getting them off the schneid against a wounded Warwick team might uh, just spur them on to uh, victory number two. Yeah, I mean, the last two weeks they haven't scored a point, so they have eight straight eight straight quarters. What? I'm just saying, hey, uh, I'm knocking on wood. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you look at Daniel Boone, I know game they lost, but in Reading, uh, you know, game they won, they scored first in both games. A game they did not win, excuse me, a game that they were leading in. They scored first in both games. Um, they ended up losing both, but they at least got started fast. Against Lebanon, they scored first, their only win. So, you know, getting the ball and, like, getting up 7 nothing against a Warwick team that's beat up and is struggling, that would be gigantic. Because now Lebanon's, you know, now Muhlenberg is like, hey, we got a lead, you know. And, and, you know, I remember when I was head coach at Canterdale, and I, I took over a struggling program. And I felt like we were down 7 nothing. It was like 21 nothing Because our kids just quit. Not quit, but like, oh, here we go again, Canterdale. It's the same thing here. So they they get down seven nothing, fourteen nothing. It's really hard. So getting up seven nothing, it would just lift the spirits of the Muhlenberg team. And I think they play a great game. So starting fast is huge. If they can get an early touchdown, that'd be gigantic. Then of course your second key is get some points. I feel like they're <laughs> kind of one in the same with uh, with it, number one. It's hard trying to find keys to uh, 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 when you're one in six. <laughs> yeah, three straight forty-two point losses. Um, I'm not sure if that's ever been done in Muhlenberg history, and quite honestly, I'm not quite sure if I want to know. But three straight, one was 49-7, to seven, the other two, uh, two straight 42 nothing. Uh, but looking to get off the schneid here and certainly have a good opportunity, probably their best opportunity throughout the rest of the year to pick up that second victory. So it all starts right here tonight in Lidditz, Pennsylvania. This is a gorgeous campus, by the way. The millions of dollars would have... Uh, Certainly, Jerry rolling in his gr early grave. Well, uh, when I was, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> uh, when I when I coached at McCaskey, we we came out here and played, and they took it to us a couple times. But their weight room, I would like walk by, and I would just be jealous. Their weight room was like a college level weight room. It was nuts. So you could see why they've had success out here. They've spent some money. It's a beautiful place, and we're in beautiful Lancaster County. Yes, welcome, boys. We're in Lancaster County now. We are in Lancaster County. Is well, Warwick getting a little rowdy with their uh, student section. They actually stick their student section out the back of the end zone here on the uh, what would that be like the northwest side of the uh, yeah northern the side here. of the of the of the field. Uh, it, it's it's interesting. Usually the the the, the student section is always in the stands, but they have their own area right below the scoreboard on the north side of the field. So if the visitors are going that way, you know, they get real loud. But if they go to the other side, you know, they're, they're a non-factor. Well, now comes Muhlenberg. Half the uh, Muhlenberg actually needed to uh, stop in their tracks because the entire Warwick football team sprinted through the Warwick guys who were trying to line up to uh, break the banner. Yeah, Warwick looks a little fired up. They want, they want this one. Well, that's what you get with homecoming, and let me just put this out here before we uh, really start the broadcast that I apologize in advance, but we will not be able to see the numbers of Warwick's team, and 
that's just by virtue of them wearing dark camo jerseys with black numbers. So we'll be able to figure out who the quarterback is, uh, but without uh, some miraculous, uh, you know, scientific breakthrough in eyesight, I will not be able to read those numbers. <laughs> yeah, it, it's definitely hard because they, they're wearing camo, uh, camo. So I don't know if they're doing military night or something or just wearing them just to wear them, I guess. Uh, the students are mostly – the student section is wearing camo too. So something maybe with military pride. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard to see. They look kind of sweet with the black jerseys, but it, it is really hard to see the numbers. Oh, yeah. They're super cool with the uh, black pants, black helmets, black numbers. But, unfortunately, black numbers don't work well on dark jerseys. So we will do our best trying to pick out numbers. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like the uh, the time that we were calling a uh, girls basketball game my first year with Jerry, and they were playing Brandywine Heights, whose colors are like gunmetal gray and maroon. <laughs> and they had maroon jerseys with super dark gray numbers with no outline around them on dark jerseys. And let me tell you, even though we were like 50 feet away from them playing basketball, it's still impossible to read. So <laughs> this... Even further away as we operate on the uh, visitor sideline here, uh, right across from the brand-new bleachers and press box that we won't get to see unless we're uh, visiting the uh, the restrooms on that side of the field. Yeah, it, it, beautiful. What they did was this used to be the home side. They made this the visitor side, and that they put new bleachers on the other side. And it looks beautiful. They have brand-new bleachers, brand-new press box over there. We're on the other side. That's all right. We get to be over here with all our meals. The football coaches are down there. The video guy's down there. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're a little ho homey down here. We're good. Yeah, and it won't be weird for us to hang up the uh, Mule Sports Network sign yeah. on, uh, yeah. you know, in visitor territory. So also have that going for us. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I like not getting beat up going out to the parking lot afterwards. Uh, who would ever beat you up? Come on. <laughs> not here. <laughs> not here. <laughs> Oh, well, man. the teams are getting ready here, and they'll march out the uh, both sides, marching out their captains here for the uh, performative art of the coin toss. That's already been done and decided, but yes, they this like is just to do the this. Uh, fancy version. They like to do this. It's all fun. It makes the fans happy. But you have uh, Wes Clemenson, Mikey Miller. And uh, Tucker Belanca also out there, as well as Kyle Archie. All of your captains. Three seniors, Mikey Miller, the sophomore. Yeah, you know, um, you know these seniors, and the seniors, you got to think you got three games left and your high school career is over. And, you know, Mikey Miller, you got three years left of your three games left of your sophomore year. And then you got two more years after this. So. You want to go out, got a chance to play a game, and go out there and play the best. And we got Sapola tonight at quarterback again. Um, I don't know if we'll see Aiden Lopez again this year. So you know, Sapola, you know, has been playing the last couple of weeks. So you know, his feet should be wet and should be ready to go. Can you name the captains now by looking at the jerseys? Uh, 12, 26, 11, and two. There you go. <laughs> oh, 31. Yeah, this is what I'm telling you. Painful. Pain. <laughs> Maybe we'll be able to see them when they turn around and go back to their respective benches. As Warwick already 
for the national anthem. Is that the, if that's thirty one? Uh, it looks Mika- like Mikhail Tate is thirty one. He's a really good player for them. That, that makes sense of why they've struggled a little bit as a linebacker. Um, I, I've watched this film. He's a heck of a downhill, you know, come downhill and make tackle running back a uh, linebacker. So him being out because looks like he's not dressed and playing is a huge loss for Warwick. I can see why they've struggled at times. Yep, that he's not playing. Well, it looks like the uh, kick was one declined, and I believe Warwick. Judging by that direction, we'll be kicking away going from right to left in front of us. And as soon as they get uh, ready here for the national anthem, we will take a quick break. And when we return, we'll have a battle of uh, two teams looking for that second victory of the season here between Warwick and Muhlenberg right here in Lidditz. So let's uh, take a short break. And when we return, we'll have football action right here on the Mule Sports Network. There we go. Whistle blown. Warwick will uh, come out. Once again, wearing those dark camo jerseys with the black numbers, black pants. I guess everyone gets to pick their color socks by the looks of it. <laughs> some white, some black, some pink. You know, it, it is it, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Yeah. It would be great. Great. If Muhlenberg can go get up 7 nothing here. They get the ball first. First two or three plays, throw one up to Mikey Miller, see if he can go make a play. Put him outside, go run by a kid. JV and Cruz, Kyle Archie back to receive. Once again, looks like uh, they will not have Mikey Miller out there on the kick return coverage. He's down here on the bench. Squaring up the kick at the 40-yard line. Kick is away, and we are underway here in Lidditz. It goes towards Kyle RG. Fields it around his own five-yard line. Jukes trying to go all the way outside to his right. Cuts up the field and is able to make it above the 10-yard line and not much more. Right about 30 yards to pick up two. Guys, he got a block for the kid. I mean, there was like nobody made a block. It was like one on 11 for Archie. That was really hard. Well, they will get the ball at their own 12-yard line to start at 11.51. We'll see if I'll actually be able to keep track of drives and start times here. I don't put, put many hopes in that. I got belief in you, Ryan. Well, the last time you were with me, we both tried doing stats. How'd that work out? I did. <laughs> exactly. First down and 10 on the 12-yard line. Sapola in the gun. Miller next to him. Two wide receivers split out wide to the left. One to the right. Looks over. Man in motion is Dotson. They'll fake the uh, the pitch and hand off to Miller. Instead goes off left tackle. Gets maybe a yard. Yeah, they bring the motion. So, and then they're trying to run off tackle on the other side away from the motion. So they bring the motion. Hey, they, they got two yards. That's positive. I'll take it. Miller with two on the play. I got to be honest, I can't hear their announcer either, so even when Warwick does have the football, I won't be able to hear who's carrying the football. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't it, hear. it's going to be completely Did blind up here. here. Yeah, I don't know how they had their speakers angled, but they uh, do not come over to this side, or they just don't have a public address announcer, which is a possibility. Handoff this time, a little counter play is not going to get anything going. Yeah, I get, you know, they, they try to, they, again, they try to, Miller's in the backfield again. 
So they, they, they run like a counter opposite, and they just he didn't get anything there. So now, now you're going third and eight. Not the most ideal start. Uh, and you're at your own, what, 12. So if you don't get it here, you're going to punt it. And, you know, Warwick should have good field position. Loss on the play as Cipolla runs it in from the sideline with 30 seconds left on the play clock. That is weird. You can't hear anything. Like, there's nobody announcing. Uh-uh. That's bizarre. I think that there is an announcer, but all of their speakers are down towards the home stands. Meanwhile, we get the band right in her ear as well. Sapola in the gun, surveys, throws it out into the flat. That one dies before it hits the 15-yard line. It'll fall incomplete. Dotson tried to dive to make the play, unable to do so. It'll bring up fourth down. They brought some pressure, and, and, and he felt the pressure, and he just tries to hit a speed out there, and they, they just couldn't, you know. Uh, even if Dotson catches it, he's going nowhere because it was like four yards short of the sticks. That'll bring out the punt unit. A little, confu little confusion out there, it looks like. Yeah, Maiden with his heels sorry. on the uh, on the goal line there, and flag is thrown. They got 12 people. They do have 12. As unfortunately, Ryan Rosenberry will jog off the field. They'll march him back five. This would not be a good time for a bad snap. Nope, because it would go through the end zone. As now his heels have moved from the uh, goal line to the middle of the end zone. Snap is low, picked up, being run out of the end zone. He's actually trying to run for the first down. He's across the 15, 20, 25, takes a pop. I think he's got it. What a play! <laughs> I didn't know what he was doing at first, but then he runs for like 20 yards for a first down. He ran five yards deep out of his own end zone Where for a first Warwick? down. <laughs> That's crazy. That might be the best play we've seen all year. Oh, my gosh. I don't think that was designed. I think he just felt the pressure, right? A 22-yard gain by the longest, punter. That's their longest rush of the year. Yeah. <laughs> It might be. Wow, incredible. How about your maiden? How about you? I, I now have to write the number 92 in maiden on my stat sheet. A rush of 22 yards gets him a first down. All 5'9", 160 pounds of him. How about that? Isaiah Dotson, not quite sure which side of the formation to be on. He'll finally run over into that far slot, which makes it trip left. It'll be a running play. They were trying a little wildcat with Mikey Miller, and that one was sniffed out immediately. We'll bring up second down. Yeah, he, the problem is it's, it's hard, you know, when you run sideline and sideline. So he's trying to run outside to the left, and it just nothing was there. So you get that big play, and now you go back six yards. So now you got second and 16, and that's just been the story of the year to the Mules on offense. You know, they're trying, and they just they get a positive play, and then they just go backwards. Second down and 12, Mikey Miller, three touches, negative one yard. Maybe we can put Javier Maiden in the backfield. How about it? Cipolla in the gun, sidecar right, trips left. Four on the play clock. He'll step back, look down the seam, falls incomplete. I'll bring up third down. Yeah, they're trying to get to Miller, you know. Inside route, like a hitch inside, and then a 
little late, a uh, little discombobulated. So now you got third long again. They have it marked as second down and 17 on the 22-yard line. It's third down, though. Most certainly is. Sapola, toss play. Out to Toruk. And Pyle getting pushed around. He'll make it maybe to the 25. Gain of a handful. It'll be fourth down. Yep, they got to punt it again. Maybe Javier Maiden had something else up his tree. Can he, can he throw the ball? I'm just asking, man. He looked pretty good. So Maiden, despite that 22-yard rush, all for not, fourth down. Bodie back to return. This punt is away. It's a low-line drive. Spirals kicks it around the 45-yard line, goes sideways. And now it will actually take a uh, Muhlenberg roll. <laughs> and eventually that ball just dies along the Warwick sideline, and they will get excellent field position to start on their first offensive set. Yes, they will. They're inside the Muhlenberg territory. Seven fifty-four remaining here in the first quarter. Mules with about four minutes of uh, clock runoff there during that first possession. One first down to show for it on that fourth down conversion. Two players in motion this time. Fake the uh, reverse handoff. It's a QB keeper by Evans who's able to get a handful. Yeah, they brought the jet motion, they faked it, and we ran inside to run QB power, and they got five yards. Evans is a good player. So, you know, he's the key to slowing down this offense. He's thrown some interceptions this year. So get him into some passing, uh, long passing downs, and maybe try to pick him off. Gain of four for Evans. Second down and six. They work out of that deep set there for the running back. The handoff is to the RB. I think it's McClure. And he'll get run out back to around the, uh, he'll actually lose two on that one. He'll bring up third down and long. Romeo Grulin with the tackle for Muhlenberg. Yeah, they tried running counter. They pulled backside and the mules were ready and they, they lost some yards there. So nice job there. They're a pistol heavy team. They've been a pistol heavy team for a long time. They Usually have the back behind. So now he's offset, but that's generally what they how they run their offense. Yeah, this time the running back offset to the left-hand side. One wide receiver split out to both the right and left. Evans looks to his left, throws it out into the flat, goes off the fingertips, and I kid you not, he's the closest that he's going to get to me on a football field, and I can't read his numbers. I think that's that was uh, number ten. Leroux. There we go, Leroux with the. Pass going off of his hands brings up fourth down. Yep, three and out. Again, like I said, when I started the broadcast, the, the Muhlenberg defense, you can always count on them. They'll keep you in the game as long as they can. Stops the clock with 6.33, so just over a minute of possession for the Warriors. 
This one oh, bouncing back to the punter. He's now going to have to run. He finally does a soccer-style kick. Bounces around the 10, and Warwick a chance to down end it zone. outside the end zone. But unfortunately, their player who recovered it slid into the end zone with possession. So hey, he did a nice job getting it he, off. He tried. Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah, that, just to get that punt off was a uh, small miracle in itself. Bring up the second possession here for Muhlenberg. 6.22 remaining here in the first. Now they came out and they ran the ball a lot with, with Mikey Miller. Will they give him two, three carries? They, he did touch the ball three times in the uh, two uh, sets of four. Uh, yeah, let's try that again. Yeah, he touched the ball three times. Now he's back <laughs> at the slot. Now. I was trying to be uh, more clever than... My brain could handle in that moment. Sidecar left. Man in motion is Cruz. The handoff is to Torek. And he will carry a handful of defenders down to the 25. Gain of five. Nice run there. So you got five yards on second and five. Good job, Mules. Anything that's not a negative play is a, uh, is a good one. No, but like five yards on first down is ideal. So now you could throw it or run it, you know, and you're set up, you know, maybe you could throw a hitch here and, and, and try to get to pull in a little little uh, uh, rhythm here. Clock continuing to tick inside of six minutes. This time, two wide receivers to the right-hand side. He'll do a little pop pass to Mikey Miller. He's going to drag the pile with him for a couple. Third down. Yeah, that was a little weird. Like it's like he came in motion, but he didn't get as close as he usually did, and he just kind of, kind of shoveled it to him, and he was able to go get three yards, or two. Yeah, even maybe as one. <laughs> Third down and three. They'll have it on the twenty-seven yard line. Yeah, it was probably a gain of two. And because it's the uh, wonderful pot pass going forward. Miller credit credited with the uh, with the pass. Man in motion once again is Cruz. This time they'll hand off to Miller. Miller with a little bit of space has the first down. Finally drugged down around the 34-yard line. Solid gain of seven for Mikey Miller. Nice job inside run. And, and, and the thing about Mikey, he, he runs hard. And, and it took a couple of Warwick players to get him down. So good hard run inside to get a first down. Their second first down there, first by the offense. Now inside five minutes to play here. They never uh, wound the clock after that first down. Hmm. Clock remaining stopped with 445 in the first. Now a little toss play out to Torek. Torek has a wide open Isaiah Dotson. He catches it at the go! 40, the go! 20, 15, Touchdown! 10, 5. Touchdown, oh! Muhlenberg. He flips into the end wow! zone. It's 6-0 Mules. Mules. Wow. The trick play, my favorite. You, 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 you toss it to the running back. Running back, it wasn't the prettiest throw in the world. He threw it high up in the air. But, but they, they were able to catch it and run it to the end zone. And how, oh, my God, what a play. How about Dodson? He flipped in the end zone. <laughs> 66 yards to the house. 
There is a flag, and oh, it might be uh, on the on. <laughs> might be on the flip into the this end zone. This is the NFL, the no fun league. Come on, he flipped in the end zone. Let kids have some fun. They're a one in six football team, and they just scored a touchdown. You can't let them. Fl- you know what it I mean? It was their first touchdown in three weeks. I mean, come on, these were refs. Uh, okay, all right. We're saying it's the, uh, you know, but that's up for interpretation. Anyway, so we do have a mules down, mules down. Uh, so they're they're checking on him. We do. We have uh, somebody all the way back, around the thirty yard line, r- right around the original line of scrimmage. So yeah, time to uh, take a break here. Four thirty two remaining. They still haven't put the touchdown up on the board, but it should stand. But six nothing, Muhlenberg. We'll have uh, more to come when we return here on the Mule Sports Network. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdies' Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. It's the Mule Sports Network on Jerry Gallif Media. Back here in Lidditz. Where it is six nothing Muhlenberg, and I can confirm that they do have a public address announcer. He's just very quiet. Okay. But sixty six yards from Torak to Dodson. Again, <laughs> that was a play that we haven't seen them run at all through the first seven weeks of the season. Here we are, week eight, and finally get to uh, tear that one out of the playbook. I just, I just love it. If you trick plays like that, is incredible. When you when you can do that, um, seventy seven is Connor Cantner. The uh, well, it, that's definitely not Connor Cantner because there's no possible way that he's buck eighty five. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't. Yeah, I don't know who seventy seven. Okay. Uh, so it looks like somebody might have changed numbers here. So they go out for the uh, extra point. You got to think that maybe. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Four thirty-two remaining here in the first quarter. Milberg will finally sit down for the extra point. As Coley, a holder, set and ready. Leaf Sapola snaps to him. Snap is down. The kick is up. The kick is through. And it's 7-0 Muhlenberg, 4.32. Once again, remaining to play here in the first quarter. If you're Warwick, you're probably a little shook right now. It's homecoming. You're thinking you come out and get the win. They get the fake punt for the big first down. You stop them. You go three and out, and then Muhlenberg goes up 7-0. So you got to feel good if you're the Mules. I, I said my, my goal was to start fast. They started fast. Now let's see that defense. You know, come out, shut these guys down, get another three and out, and get that offense back on the field.
Muhlenberg will get ready to kick the ball away. They did not decline that penalty as they will now walk it back 15 yards. Mules will kick it off from their own 25-yard line. Yeah, so the, you know, Warwick will get good field position here. But it's not as bad as uh, when Redding got all those personal fouls and they kicked off from, like, the five, right? Remember that? <laughs> Earlier this year. That was fun. That was fun. Uh, I've told that story more than once. <laughs> Hope you got some free beer out of it or something. <laughs> Well, we'll get ready to go as Maldueno from the 25. Boot this thing deep. Orwick back to receive around their own 25-yard line. Now creeping up a little bit further. I'd tell you who they were if I could read their numbers. Muhlenberg, on the other hand, a sports information dream. White jerseys, <laughs> crisp blue numbers, yellow outline. It, 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 they are very easy to read. Alduino oh, will boot it short and get an illegal procedure penalty for his efforts. As that one kicked out of bounds ahead of the 40-yard line. So that where, do the they, where do they I don't know where they where do they that. spot it then? It's supposed to be the 40, but it, it's you, past the 40. Yeah, if it goes out of bounds anywhere else, you get it on the 40, but it is past the 40-yard so line. It's I on the 44, assume, so I here we get. You, you put it at the 44. I would assume so. Yeah. Warwick will get good field position here. I'm pretty sure that uh, Warwick's head coach is trying to, uh, you know, hey, it's just an illegal procedure penalty tack on the yardage to where it went out of bounds because he's pointing to the opposite side of the field saying, no, 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 it belongs over there. Yep. And they will walk it. So it will be illegal procedure. Not the prettiest kickoff I've seen in my life. It was not, and it looks like it Trying to figure out where they're going to put it. It is at the 49-yard line, so ends up being a five-yard penalty, which yeah. I guess makes sense. It is a five-yard penalty on offense as well. Yeah. They're going to put it at the 50, so it's a six-yard penalty? Math <laughs> was never my strong suit, but I believe 44 plus six is 50. Yeah. Yeah, hey, I can see th who the running back is, 32. Gabe Sanchez. There, there you, you go. go. He'll be lined up in the backfield behind Evans. Evans in the gun. Evans hands it off. Muhlenberg now swarming to the ball. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Romeo Grullen just uh, leapt on top of a giant pile very late. <laughs> hey, John he's running Run the ball. Jo John Runyon-esque. When you coach Stevens, you do pursuit drills, and he was running there like a pursuit drill. Um, that's generally what I've seen when I've coached against Warwick right there. They go heavy. They have two tight ends, and they're in pistol, and they're going to run right at you. And that's what they did there, and they look like they're going to do the same thing here. I'm assuming that was Sanchez, if that's who you're saying it was. Yes. Same formation. A lot of space over to the right-hand side, waiting for a crossing route. Finally has it flagged down on the field in two different spots as the Muhlenberg defender fell around where the ball uh, was uh, was placed. Could potentially be offensive pass interference. And then there's one thrown back around the uh, line of scrimmage. So that will certainly be holding. I th yeah, I think it's both on Warwick. Yeah. Offensive pass interference and holding. So One's a 10-yard. One's a 15-yard. You push him back. Man, 
I would say you take the offensive pass interference if that's what they determine here. He knocked a – it looked like he just pushed it down. It actually. sure did. <laughs> yeah, well, the referee coming over even signaled to the wrong side for pass interference, so yeah. I think then he uh, said, nope, they're both against him. I think that you would want to take the 15-yarder here. Yes, I agree. And I think that's what they're going to do. Warcheck discussing it now. Warwick is really starting to slide. See why they're one and six. There you go. The pass interference against Warwick. Will march him back 15. This really plays into Muhlenberg's hands because Evans is throwing a lot of picks this year. So this is a chance to, you know, play some good sound defense. Second and what? 25. And now, you know, they got it. It's a passing down, so this should play it in the hands of Muhlenberg. About second and 22 here on the 38-yard line. Clock stopped at 343. Trips bunch on the right-hand side. Well, they're not lined Evans. up right at all. And Evans will escape and get torn down from behind. As that was Tucker Belanca swimming off his defender, making the stop around the 41. They had trips up top, and we only had two guys up there. If they would have thrown it, they had numbers advantage. So they got to make sure you fix it. I don't see Urbaez out there. Is he not playing? That is a good question. I don't see Urbaez. He must not be playing. Unless they're going straight man-to-man. -man. They have Mikey Miller, and it would be number 25, John Griffin. They have no free safety. It's straight man-to-man. -man. Well, they do have Griffin kind of settling back around the 50 as kind of a single high, and now he'll drift over to that side. Flag thrown down onto the field. There was a Warwick offensive lineman down on the field in the vicinity. I'm not sure if it will be called on him or I think it's holding. Potentially okay. against Muhlenberg. So you, you got fourth and 11, or you can push him back and do third and – forever mile. I don't know. If they back up any further, they're going to be on a plane to Pittsburgh. So <laughs> it's just because the airport's close by. It's fine. It's an air, It's a Lancaster airport joke. Okay. Lord. They declined it. They did decline the penalty here. You're right. That airport is pretty close. Most certainly is. I've flown out of that airport have you? before. I never have, but I know it because that's where the movie theater, Penn Cinema. That's uh -huh. where I go see watch movies a lot. My wife and kids tomorrow are going to go watch Taylor Swift concert. There you go. Bunch of Swifties. Go see the Decades tour. Couldn't make it in person. Yeah. I will not be. I will be watching College Triple at Home and Loving Life. Punt is away. It's a high one. It's going to take a bounce, and everybody's got to turn and look around, and we're going to have a penalty flag thrown here as Cruz does the smart thing, doesn't touch it, ends up getting swarmed, and... Curious as to what the call is here. I think holding or, or it, it pushing has it back to be. By, it's a push it back by Muhlenberg. Which is really odd because that ball bounced right around where the push in the back even occurred. Yeah. So there's really no reason to push anyone. You would think. One would think. The uh, at least three referees are getting together to talk about their dinner plans and if this was a indeed a penalty or not. Stops the clock with 2:39 here in the first. Second episode of Loki came out last night, so maybe they're talking about that. Will be a hold against Muhlenberg. Well, Ephrata and Twin Valley going at it in 
quite a game, and it's currently 20 to nothing Ephrata in the second quarter. Yeah, Twin Valley's having an amazing year, but coming in a year undefeated. But, you know, Ephrata get this win, you know, they, they got a chance to win that section then. Twin, Va Twin Valley cracking, I believe, uh, like number eight in the in the state in their section. They've been very dominant, played very well. They most certainly have. Good old Morgantown. Finally, first down and 10. Feels like forever since we've actually played football here. Look at Mikey Miller's in the backfield. Mikey Miller in the backfield. Wildcat formation. They fake the pitch handoff. Mikey Miller scoots up behind his guard, able to get forward for a couple. I love it, man. Put There's a whole scheme out there. On the, you know, when I used to go to Glacier football clinics, it's all put your best athlete at quarterback. And, you know, that's what Mikey Miller is. You put him back. They only got a couple there. But, you know, I think it's a good good possibility for the rest of the year and, and, and put the ball and give him the oh. ball. And yeah, run. Just looking to shake things up a little bit. Miller now five touches, 11 yards. Technically six touches th for 13. Still a slow start for him as once again he'll line up in the back. This time fakes over to his left, runs right, gets across the 20. What if they let that's him throw it? it? I'd imagine that at some point in time when you run that Wildcat formation, you have to keep them honest, and you have to at least chuck it once. <laughs> so they at least have to think about, okay, maybe yeah. they will actually throw the football as Sapolo will now come in for third down. He's been coming in but playing outside. Yeah, he's been the one to come in motion yeah, he, when he, he usually motion, does that. And so that's good because then you got your quarterback that could throw the ball while coming in motion, you can hand off. There's a whole series of things you could do with the quarterback coming in motion and have him throw. So, yeah, he's the one. At he's the third trips here, and he he's been coming in motion. He most certainly is. He is on the near side as Miller will take that, ends up getting run into by his own defender, has to throw the football. Flag also down, and just a mess all around. It'll bring up fourth down. Yeah, he. I don't know if – was it a pass? I don't think that was designed. I think Miller <laughs> – so Miller got hit in the backfield by his own lineman. It was a, that defensive end was swinging out super wide. He ends up getting clipped on his hip, and it kind of ruins the play before it even gets started. He tries to escape, and there's two Warriors right in front of him, so he just throws the football away. Decline penalty against Muhlenberg. Yep, holding on Muhlenberg. So now be fourth down. He's not going to punt. Maybe Javier uh, Maiden has some more wheels in him, some little magic. Or maybe just a good punt. It is actually kind of fun being up here with the coaching staff. Yeah, we can hear the coaching staff. You know, hopefully they don't get mad at me if I say something. If you hear any four-letter words that didn't come from us. Well, it might have. We've <laughs> been known to, to well, drop, yeah, drop, that's drop maybe one a season. Yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. Punt is away. Wow. Once again, a low spiral. It's going to bounce at the 45. This time, take a Muhlenberg bounce into Warwick territory. Touchdown at the 48 by Sapolo, which is where the Warriors will start with 54 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Been a slow first quarter. Mm -hmm. We had some, uh, some quick first quarters. We had some quick games. That Mannheim Central game felt like a running clock the entire single game. <laughs> the entire game. Like the clock just never felt like it stopped for anything. Yep. 
And this one feels like an entire game played in the first quarter. You're not lying. That was the third Muhlenberg possession. This will be the third possession for Warwick all in the first quarter. That's why. Two wide receivers over to the left-hand side. They'll fake that way, and then QB power ahead across the 50 does Evans. So we, we've finally seen Muhlenberg is putting a lot of guys to try to stop the run. They have no safety in the middle of the field, so they trust their corners to be on an island today against Warwick. Warwick's trying to run the quarterback and try to get some momentum here running the ball. Gain of five for Evans. Got half the distance he needed. Second down. Likely the last play of the first quarter here. Evans with a super tight slot receiver. Instead, they'll go sweep across the formation, and they're across the 30, the 20. One man to beat, and there certainly was a block in the back around the 15-yard line, but Warwick going to have a chance of tying up this game. They score with just seven seconds left on the clock, a gain of 47 yards. Yeah, he had a great run. He hit the seam, and he was gone outside. Great wheels by that, that by the Warwick player. You I believe know, it was Care. Care, yeah. Care is a good player for them. Jeffrey Collado flowed over the top, had a chance to make the tackle, just whiffed on him, totally whiffed, you know, and the kid scampered in for the end zone from there. So he makes that tackle. You know, they're looking at about an eight-yard gain. Ball placed on the three. Warwick currently missing a player. He's going to be running <laughs> in as the kick is up and through. And uh, I don't know. That the kick was no good anyway, so they may just uh, say, yeah, we're just going to, no. Did they're, not gonna, they're not going to re-kick. <laughs> easiest penalty decision ever. It was a uh, technically a false start as somebody was sprinting in from the sideline. <laughs> this huge lineman. It's probably the most obvious the... false start you'll ever see in a yeah, football game. Yeah, he like sprints on the field right when they kick it. It was the funniest thing. It was thing. a dead panic, but they're lining everyone up back around. Maybe they the called it before kicked. he kicked it, and they're saying false start, move it back five, and let him re-kick. Well, it... it yeah, well, maybe well, it, it technically should okay, be a dead right, ball. There you go. There you go. All right. It the, should the be a out. dead ball penalty. I think they're just talking about their, you know, afterwards where they're going to well, go, go, well, go. Man in motion plays yeah. should be blown dead. Yeah. And maybe they're just and talking about their, uh, and where they're going to go grab some drinks afterwards. I don't well, know. Maybe. Not birdies. A little too far away. If there was a birdies of Lidditz, we would. <laughs> oh, birdies. I, I bet you there would be at birdies. I bet you there's a bunch of birdies of Lidditz. <laughs> this, is, this is a birdies-type well, area. Well, last week it was supposed to be the uh, the FOP out in Muhlenberg Township, and uh, Jerry left his phone in his vehicle so none of us could get in. <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. Thanks, Jerry. Thanks. He did apologize. <laughs> Yeah, so oddly enough, a what should be a dead ball penalty that blew the play dead because of man in motion, uh, they're going to accept the result, which was a missed extra point attempt, and it will be Muhlenberg 7, Warrior 6. I, I, say, like it, I say it every every single week. Isn't high school football great? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, they haven't given up many big plays, but they gave up one there. On the long run there to care. It's all your fault, and I hope that I you accept that. Thank you. Th sorry, Muhlenberg. 
Most certainly, it might have been the longest play that we've seen against the Spielenberg defense all year. It went for 47 yards. It, it was a great run. Oh, by we're him. not even. Yeah, and no penalty after the fact either. They're kicking off from the 40. So yeah, they just. That's kind of crazy. Waved it off. Why not? Oh, Kickoff is to Archie. Archie receives it around the 14, going up the left-hand sideline, bumps into one of his blockers, and tackles himself around the 26. Stops the clock with one second remaining. What a first quarter. Well, hey, it's what we should expect. It is Friday the 13th. Right? It is Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th with two one and six teams trying to get that second win. One second on the clock, so we will not get out of this quarter unscathed. On the 27-yard line. Two wide receivers split out. You got Archie and Dotson here to the near side of the field. Sapola in the gun. Sapola out into the flat to Dotson. Dotson stops, and he's going to lose yardage on a screen play that goes nowhere, and that will end the first quarter. Feels like an eternity, but instead it's just 7-6 to six, Muhlenberg after 12 minutes of play. Second quarter action when we return here on the Mule Sports Network. Every team, every game, all season long. That's the kind of unmatched Berks County football coverage MikeDragosSports.com brings to you, and it's just a click away. For profiles of the top players in Berks football, season previews of every Berks team, projections for every team in the Lancaster Lebanon League, team photo galleries, and history and stats you can't find anywhere else, turn to MikeDragosSports.com. Take advantage of our seven-day free trial from now through the end of the month. Football coverage you can't find anywhere else. That's MikeDragosSports.com. You're listening to Muhlenberg Football on the Mule Sports Network. 7-6, Muhlenberg currently leading the home side Warriors. It'll be second down and, uh, what say you, 13, 14? 13. Yeah, I'd say 13. Well, the scoreboard says second and nine. Now it says second and 14. Just do another trick play. Just Why don't we just do a trick play every play? Why not? I mean, you, you know how many different trick plays you could run? Well, they have Sapola in the gun. Little pitch play to Mikey Miller coming across, and he's going to be swallowed up for a loss. Oh, late flag. I don't think it's hold. I, it, that late flag could be like a late hit. It might be a late hit because that was very late. I think it's got to be a late hit or a personal foul on Warwick or Muhlenberg. Well, it's not that Muhlenberg couldn't utilize a penalty like that. It would give them a uh, first down if it's a 15-yarder. What, what is it? Let's see here. And. Wow. Unsportsmanlike conduct on Muhlenberg, which will mark him back half the distance. Bad break for the Mules. So going from the 20-yard line, they should be starting at the 10. 
Well, they have to make it down to the 37-yard line, so it'll be third and 27. They might need a plane to catch the uh, catch a first down. Whew. That's a long third down. It is a long third down. You have two wide receiver options out here to the near side. Showing blitz, he got a, no shortage of uh, Warriors crowding the line of scrimmage. They will send three. Flag thrown. They're going to send it oh. up, and Torek or Mikey Miller nearly had it. Would have been close to a first down. It would have been just short as they throw it into one-on-one -on -one coverage, and this might be a hold against Muhlenberg. I think it's some sort of legal motion because it, it – it, well, yeah, I think it's some sort of legal motion on uh, Muhlenberg. Maybe I'm wrong. They, yeah. they threw it right when the, the ball was snapped. All right, it was And holding. it was holding and That's declined. That's a quick hold call. <laughs> it was a quick hold call. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, right with their staff, man. They must have been holding real quick. Jeez. Penalty is declined. Would have made it uh, third down in, I don't know, almost 30. Instead, it'll be uh, fourth and forever from the 10-yard line. 11.47 remaining here in the second. This is and flag once again thrown. What is this? Or at least whistles blown. I'm not sure if the referees were quite ready yet. They, they're kicking off uh, Colazzo for some reason. I don't know if he has blood on him or I don't know, something. Colazzo? Colado will come off. Grulin will go in his place. All right. Maybe he had bad breath. I don't know. I would, it doesn't look Who anything knows? obvious. Maiden just inside his own end zone. Quick punt. Ooh. Able to get that one away. It'll bounce around the 37 and then immediately take a left turn into the Muhlenberg bench. Warwick will start around the 37-yard line. I'm not even sure if the chain gang really needed to move because that's where the <laughs> <laughs> line of that's where the line to gain was. Uh, it they're marking it literally where the uh, the last uh, last uh, down marker was. <laughs> Is there a blue moon too? So they uh, <laughs> they just need to move the uh, the one uh, guy doing down in distance. I mean, they get great field position here at the Muhlenberg 37. Oh, they actually didn't even need to move them. They just needed to move the uh, the down marker. <laughs> that was it. I Everything else was I've already never set seen up. That before. Go figure. All right, Evans in the gun. Two wide receiver options to either side. Man in motion once again. They will hand the ball off. And that jet sweep, and Kyle Archie actually gave him a nice shove forward. It's Quinn Care once again. It's again. It's on the perimeter. You know they can't run in between the tackles well, but they're hitting the perimeter on the last touchdown. You know that's what they did. The same thing. They ran jet sweep. They handed it to Care, and Care went off and got a first down. So they they found some success here. Well, it's 17 yards for Care on that one. 64 yards and a touchdown on just two touches. Hey, until they're willing to uh, stop it. I'm sure that they'll keep running to the outside. Care once again, same play, man in motion. This time, Care will fake it. QB power up the left-hand side, still on his feet. Brought down inside the 15, close to the 10. Yeah, Trevor Evans, the big dude, 6'2", 6'3", big guy. He's not the fastest guy, but he, he's big. He gets run downhill, 
and he just went he faked the jet and they ran downhill and got eight yards so you know the Muhlenberg defense getting kind of gashed here and they got to be able to stiffen up here and hopefully keep them out of the end zone Evans is fourth carry for 20 second down and two now once again same formation same motion this time he'll drop back Air it up to the corner of the end zone where it's caught for a touchdown. Just tossing it up to that near pylon, letting his wide receiver go and get it. Second touchdown of the evening for Warwick, and it gives him the lead with 10.35 remaining here in the second. Evans just threw a beautiful ball up, up down there on the, on the fade. Good catch, and uh, you know Warwick now takes the lead. I can't see the number. I don't know who caught that. I have no idea either, but <laughs> Evans, I have that as his uh, first completion. It is a 12-yard score. Yeah, and I'm just going to put the number 12 with a big old question mark as to who caught that. What now? Once again, whistles blaring. These guys just like to blow their whistles. Dead ball. Offside, Offside on Muhlenberg. They go for, you go for two now? It'll move it down to the one-and-a-half-yard marker if it yeah, actually existed. Yeah, they're going to go for two. So, yeah, they will pull off their uh, special teams, reinsert the offense, look to uh, snag that point that they missed the last time down the field. And, man, that coaching staff, some late decision-making here to send them back out there. They pulled their entire offense, went all the way back over to towards the bench, and now they sent them out there, and, they will have enough time. 15 left on the play clock. They're going to give it to Evans, and he's going to run it in. Yeah, Evans in the gun by himself. Evans looking, throws it back the opposite way, and it's in for two as Archie got caught coming with the flow of traffic. And instead, his receiver never came with him. He just stood over there in the corner, so a design play there as uh, Evans just turns back and fires Back to the left-hand side of the end zone. Yeah, so they, they, they bring Evans the, like a shovel pass because they had a guy underneath. So I thought he was going to shovel pass it, and he just stopped, turned, and threw all the way to the other side of the field, and the guy was just sitting there all by himself, caught it, and got two points. Makes it 14-7, Warriors, with 10.35. And for the slow start that Warwick had to begin this game, they're picking up the pace here. Now up by a touchdown. There's the buck 25 ticking off the clock here in the second quarter. Pat furiously scrolling uh, X, formerly known as Twitter. I was just checking the scores, but yeah, you know, you know the, the thing with it is, is you can blame the defense there, but you got to blame the offense too. They did nothing, went backwards, and they punted, and they gave them the ball at the 37. So a team effort for sure. Positive yardage, always good to gain on first down. Kick is away. <laughs> Kick is going to Archie once again, and this time Archie should probably just watch it go through the end zone, and he does. Follows that one as it narrowly uh, escapes that near side pylon. I mean, if, if I'm Muhlenberg, they got to get a couple first downs here. You know, just like you can't. Got to keep the defense you know, off the yeah, field. Yeah, yeah, your defense, they do a lot of two platooning. I see the defense right now talking to the defense, the coaching staff. They get, they can't go three and out. Get like two, three first downs. Give your defense a little bit of a break, and you can stay in this game. If you punt it right back to them, 
You know, I could see Warwick scoring right again because they're getting hot right now. Sapola back in. He'll have Mikey Miller in the backfield with him. Miller lined up to his left, trips left. Single high safety here is now Miller will branch off into the flat. Miller across the 20 before he's taken down, gain of three or four. Yeah, nice play. They brought him in motion. They threw him a little swing pass. He caught it and he got five yards. Nice job. I'll take it. Miller, gain of about four. How many, uh, how many passes does Sapola have complete? Two. Both to Mikey Miller. Torok with the 66-yard uh, gunner down the left-hand sideline for the Mules' only score. They should game try that four. again. Believe it or not, that was just six minutes ago in game time. This time, Miller to the right-hand side of Sapola. Little pitch play to Torok. Torok right by the first down marker, and I believe he's going to get it. He's tough. He's a tough runner. He's not the quickest guy, but, you know, he does not go down, and he runs hard. Seven yards for him. Matches his effort through uh, his first two carries. Now up to 14 on three touches. There you go. Now you give your defense a little break. You're building a drive here. This is good. Clock will wind with 9.40 left here in the second. Two wide receivers split out wide to the left. Miller also to the left of Sapola. Handoff is to Miller. Miller trying to cut it up the field, and he's tackled behind the 30. Loss of two on the play for Mikey. Not much there. Trying to run the ball again. Just tough. I mean, just it's so hard when you just run the ball and you just go in a brick wall. You get nothing. It's just so hard to keep you know, building a momentum. And that, that's just what happens every game for the Muhlenberg offense. Bring up second down and 12. Also keep the clock running. Kurz will be lined up in the slot position here to the near side. Two wide receivers also up there to the top of your proverbial screen. Thrown in the direction of Dotson and uncatchable. It'll bring up third down. Warwick is doing... You know, Warwick does a lot of different things on defense, and they're on an odd front. They have three down linemen. That time they have one down lineman, and they have everybody else standing up. And you don't know who's going to blitz because of the Amoeba defense. You don't know who's going to blitz. You don't know who's going to drop in coverage. And I, when I coached at McCaskey and we went against them, they did that. And it's tough to figure out because you don't know who's going to blitz, and you don't know who's going to drop. And that's what they did there, and it, it can be really hard for the quarterback to figure it out. Third down and 12. Clock stopped at 8.40. Same thing. Again, one down lineman. Dotson in motion. He'll set up on the far side of the field. Art Madueno down here by himself. That one thrown out into the flat, incomplete. Looking for Mikey Miller, fourth down. Again, they did the, the defense, they had one down lineman. They brought some different backers from different angles. And the Mules were confused. They didn't know what to do. And Sapolo really had no chance. So he just kind of threw it to flat. So they get one first down. Now they got to punt it back. You know, so at least they turned the field a little bit. They shouldn't get quite as good as field position. 
but it, it's still not a great drive by the Mules. 8.37 left to play here in the first half. Kick is away, and that one darn near went straight up in the air. It's going to bounce at the 45, and if it makes it to midfield, Muhlenberg should chalk that one up as a win. They pick it up on the 49-yard line. <laughs> that one looked like it went straight up in the air. They would call it a uh, home run in an elevator shaft. <laughs> it looked like a, like a pop-up, like a can of corn. Yeah. <laughs> well, Chris, while we have time, why don't we uh, take a quick break here for commercial as the teams, well, never mind. Warwick was taking their sweet time huddling up. Now they're no longer. It's the next chance we get. Pay some love. Lane Peter Strasburg, 21-0 over Elko. Just the buck 15 left to go to halftime. And Elko just cannot get off of the uh, the Schneid there against LS. Mannheim Central, 17-7 over Conestoga Valley. 62-yard touchdown for the Buckskins. Isaiah Sensenig. They're not a bad to the house. No, just uh, surprising to see a 62-yard touchdown reception for a team that runs the ball as often as they the Buckskins do. do. Jaden Johnson's a great running back for them. Eventually, we'll get started. Enough time ticked off that we probably could have taken a commercial break there. <laughs> Trips bunch left. He'll look in that direction. Has an option. Instead, he'll loft it deep, and it's going to be caught for a touchdown. I got the number here for you. Judah Willard, 40. Well, it will be 51 yards. For the score, and uh, shockingly enough, Muhlenberg Muhlenberg scores, and there's excessive celebration, and now we have players going and literally doing chest bumps with the Warwick uh, student section, and shocking. That's no, ridiculous. No laundry on the field. So a, a kid can uh, jump in the field after the first touchdown in three games. Their kid, their team can go celebrate with the student section, and they don't call anything. Nothing. That's ridiculous. Like, I'm all for just uh, even across the board. That's all. Yeah, Evans, it was a great play design. They, they faked. They had a screen up top. Looked like they're going to screen. They ran the post backside. Evans threw a beautiful ball in the post. And Willard did the rest. And they were the scampering for the end zone. That one nearly looked like it was going to be overcooked as the extra point is up and through. Nearly looked like it was going to be overcooked. And then he just extended out those arms, got it by the fingertips, and able to outrace the mules into the end zone where it is now 21 to 7, 816 left to play. Finally, let's take a break. More football to come when we return on the Mules Sports Network. The best Italian food in Muhlenberg can be found at Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. You can get a great sit-down meal, pizza, sandwiches, burgers, wings, and so much more at Margarita's. The chicken and veal marcella are to die for, and the pasta is second to none. Plan your next meal or party at Margarita's. Stop in before or after the next game. That's Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. It's the Mule Sports Network on Cherry Gallup Media. 
21 to 7 Warwick as they kick the ball off. Finds its way to Kyle Archie yet again as he will go up the near sideline here, out around the 29-30 yard line or so. And that's where, where they will start. It's like a familiar game, you know, that we play you know, every week, and it just eventually the other team gets going offensively, and uh, you're down 21-7. You can't run the ball. You can't throw the ball, and it, it just it builds. It, it really builds for the Mules. So, um, you know, we keep saying the same thing. I, you know, hope they can get something going here. 8-11 left here in the first half. Man, a very slow first half. <laughs> you, a maybe lot you're of, just tired. Been a lot maybe of stoppages. Maybe it is just me. Muhlenberg. Two split out to the right, one to the left. It'll be Melduino by himself. Miller ends up getting caught around the ankles and taken down behind the line. Yeah, just they didn't block anybody. Miller gets... You know, they're running outside to the right. and I mean, what are you supposed to do, you Mikey Miller? You run to the right, and they're like, they're right there all over you. There's literally nothing you can do. It's oh, he had somebody tackle. dragging along his ankle I by mean, the time just, that he received that snap. So, and, and the shame of it is with Mikey Miller is give him a, a crease, a crease. And I guarantee you he's going to make somebody miss and going to get a couple of yards. Bring up second down and 16. Loss of six for Miller, who now has three yards on eight carries. That one goes through the mitts of Dotson. Bring up third down. Stop the clock. Slant route. Good throw by Sapoli. He set his feet through it and just right through Dotson's hands. He catches that. You know, he's going to get close to the first down. Yeah. I mean, it just looked good. It just, he just got to catch the ball. Clock stopped with 722 left here. That's just a. Like, that's just like the Muhlenberg season. You know, good throw, and when they drop it, just kind of like what always happens on offense. Third and 16. <laughs> Two wide receivers to either side of the formation. Torak in the backfield. He'll throw out, oh, and Jesus. it's intercepted. It's going to be a pick six. Nobody, nobody even looked back for the football. Another student section right jump. Number four for Warwick. I mean, there are literally no, four, students on the field. Should that be like 15 people on the field? And I guess the referees are just going to look at it and, and uh, wave it off. I mean, I don't want to get too fuddy-duddy here, but, you know, Funny keep, keep, keep it square across the board, would you? That's all. Yeah. That'll be the uh, yeah. fourth touchdown of the game here for the Warriors, a pick six. What's everybody? I don't know what they're doing. Mitchell with the I, I don't know where touchdown. Sapula was throwing the ball. His receiver was not in the vicinity. It looked like he thought they were going to be running a hitch. He just threw it right there, and it was like it was like the Warwick guy was running the route. He caught it, and just there was like literally nobody there. It was like the easiest pick six I've ever seen in my life. There was nobody within about 10 yards of where that <laughs> I, throw it's was. It's a tough break. Uh -huh. I don't know if Sapola was anticipating somebody either out in the flat or a small hitch route. Uh, but it almost looked like he threw a hitch route right to that defensive back. Yeah, like the corners goes, okay, let me run the hitch. Okay, yeah, it was, it's tough, man. It's really tough. 21-20, Exeter leading Hempfield. Spot is up. The kick is through, and it might have uh, hit somebody right in the 
dome schnizzle in that student section. Schnizzle. <laughs> I've never heard of that one in my life. Because uh, ooh, everybody just turned around and they're all looking in the crowd to see who it hit. Still 27-7 to effort over top of Twin Valley. But for here, it's 28-7. to This one turned around in a hurry. 28 unanswered here for Warwick. 7-0 Wilson over Penn Manor at halftime. Penn that's an, three, that's an interesting game. Yeah, Penn, Penn Manor's Manor, won three in a row. They started 0-4. They're now 3-4. So do the math there. And uh, Wilson celebrating their 60th consecutive winning season. Or should I say non-losing season. Let's put it that way. Above 500. So six or more victories. And uh, every season now for 60 years. Meanwhile, Warwick looking for win number two of the year. This one out to Archie at the 15. Archie <laughs> going up across the 30, trying to follow Torek, who was his lead blocker there, and falls around the 35-yard line. Kyle Archie, man, he, he, he's staying busy uh, as a kick when, Yeah. <laughs> well, when he decides to run in a straight line going up that sideline, he's uh, difficult to get your mitts on. Yeah. And difficult to bring down. He's six foot three. I think you're right. It's, it feels like it's been a half of football. And we're like still got seven or eight left to go in the second quarter. Other other schools are going to be starting their third quarters here in the next few minutes, and <laughs> we we still have seven oh eight left in the second. Yeah, uh, Catholic Kutztown's at halftime. <laughs> oh my god. Oh jeez. We still have like half an hour of game time to get there. <laughs> Sapola in the gun. Warwick. Faking some blitz. He'll throw it out oh, into geez. Miller, into the flat. And that's a live football, and it's out of bounds. They will be very lucky. That was thrown. That was not a forward lateral. That was behind, and that was a live football. We're, yeah, Mules are lucky it went out of bounds, and they, they get the ball. So instead, it'll, <laughs> I guess, be a fumble for Sapola. Fumble back for 11. <sighs> oh, mules. Sapola will eat an 11-yard loss and, on that and, one. And, and they knew that was coming. They motioned. They threw it out to Mikey Miller. It was the exact same play and, as they threw it before to Miller. And if he catches, he's going to get tackled right there. So really not much cooking. I, you know, maybe just toss it out here to Torek and let him throw another, try to throw another touchdown pass. What could you lose? 7.04 left. Will be a loss of eight on the play. Handoff is to Torek. Torek, nice shuffling in between the guard and center that time, able to scoot across the 25. Back down to around the 27. Third down. Torek, a whole lot of uh, jumping and jiving there for three yards. But it keeps the clock moving, so <laughs> well, that keeps me pretty happy. When you get hit in the backfield, you got to do something. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't blame him. Um, it's just tough. I mean, these old linemen, they're trying, you know, they're trying. They're just struggling a lot. It's one of those uh, things where, hey, they built the new weight room, get a full year of working on that thing, come back next year and see how that O-line looks. Yeah. Trips you're, you're left. Right. It's supposed to be motion. Medueno in motion. Sapola throwing oh out, and it's going to be another pick six. Oh, my God. 
Intercepted somewhere in the vicinity of the 30-yard line. Nate Skidmore. No, no. Or sorry, uh, <laughs> Bodie Madara with the interception, and it's 34-7. to seven. Oh. I don't think I – have you ever seen back-to-back possessions of pick six? Miller didn't turn his head to look for the football at all. That it's one was at least in the uh, or I don't know what it was. That one's at least in the vicinity of Mikey Miller, but I think he was running a go route and Sapolo's expecting him to come out into the flat and he he throws it into the flat and I mean look, you, you throw it out there like that and there's just there's nothing between that defender and the end zone. That's that's tough, man. That's just really tough. Sapola, unfortunately, with as many completions to Warwick now as Muhlenberg. The extra point is good here for the Warriors. So, yeah, let's take a break. 35-7, to 6.02 remaining here in the second. More to come when we return on the Mule Sports Network. Musso's Italian Restaurant in St. Lawrence brings the variety. Whether you want a sandwich, a burger, pizza, wings, or a full Italian dinner with seafood favorites, Musso's delivers the goods. Try their linguine pomodoro, fettuccine and shrimp, and yucky and meatballs or veal and chicken dishes galore. All cooked with care and at a family-friendly price. That's Musso's Italian Restaurant, 4212 St. Lawrence Avenue. Call 610-779-7300. That's 610-779-7300. It's Ryan Lina Weaver and Patrick Wider on the Mule Sports Network. 35 unanswered here for Warwick as it currently stands at 35 to 7. Cruz will take it in around the 10-yard line. Stutter steps around the 20, ducks under a tackler, and swung down around the 22-yard line, which is where Mules will get started and hopefully not throw a pick six on their third straight possession. <laughs> that might be a Guinness World Record. Uh, it's tough, man. I, I, I feel bad for Sapola, man. I really do. Anthony Sapola. He's he's a senior. He's hadn't never played football played. before this year. Yeah, and, and you know they were counting on Aiden Lopez to play. He's hurt. You know he's shown some flashes, and just back to back horrific throws, and it just got away from a miscommunication or, or something where he'd thrown in the flat and they weren't there, and just bad. Warwick showing blitz. They'll hand off to Miller. Nothing there. Second down. But dare I say a positive play because they got one yard? Not did trying they? to be sarcastic. Yeah, they did. They did get one yard. Like I said, it, it's so difficult here this evening. I have Miller at four yards on nine carries. I know. He is such a good player, too. They got good skill. Like Miller and Dotson, we've seen catch the ball well. We've seen Archie's got the Miller and Dotson are currently third and fourth in section two in receptions. It's just the handoff is to Torek. He'll oh, reverse course. Something. Gets a little bit. He'll be down close to a first down. He's down at the 30. And it'll bring that bring up third down and very short here. I don't believe that they're gonna 
going to give it to him. It will be fourth down. God, it feels like five minutes ago it was 7 nothing. Third down and about two. Gain a seven for Torek. He's up to 24 yards on five carries. Just run the ball again. So maybe we can get Poppy and get a first down. A little right. toss play to Mikey Miller, and Miller unable to get around the edge. Miller slammed on the brakes and couldn't reaccelerate, and Miller hurt. is hurt. Oh, God, you hate Miller got that. popped from multiple angles on that one. As he was stood up around the 30, he takes his helmet off and... Hey, we'll take a look at Mikey Miller. Let's take a uh, commercial break here while they take a peek at him. So he's now flipped over onto his stomach, which not quite sure what they could potentially be looking at, but either way, we will take a break. 4.20 remaining here in the second quarter, 35 nothing Warwick. More to come when we return on the Mules Sport. Sorry, 35-7 when we return here on the Mules Sports Network. Is your house or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. You're listening to Muhlenberg Football on the Mule Sports Network. 4.20 remaining here. Mikey Miller able to get up and off the field under his own power. They're looking at his back, which is concerning. This one, another punt that goes about 20 yards. Takes a Muhlenberg bounce. Scooped in by Cruz around the 48-yard line. They'll mark him at the 47 of Muhlenberg, which is where Warwick will look to uh, make it a running clock. In the I, second half, I don't at least. Think, yeah, second half. Yeah, they don't do it in first. <laughs> yeah. They're looking for... They've scored 35 straight points. Are, are you going to do Mules basketball in the winter? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Sure will. They're way more competitive in basketball, I know, right? Well, of basketball, both boys and girls, will have uh, baseball and softball in the spring. Okay, good. If everything goes according to plan. Good. Evans in the gun. Evans with the keeper. Gets up to around the 45, gain of two. Again, like generally between the tackles, the mules do a good job. It's just when they've gotten beat, it's, it's been outside on the edge tonight. Evans, despite uh, being the league's leading uh, league leader in pass attempts this year, just three. Here this evening. Yeah. They have not needed to throw the football, and I would anticipate with a clock, we might see this start to uh, to move a little bit faster here now, up by 28. Yeah, you can see a lot of running. I, I expect to see him run the ball. Evans once again in the gun. They will hand it off. A little jet sweep. Flag down on the field. 
as they're going to score another touchdown. But it's coming back. 45 yards out. It will come back. It was Bodie Madara again? Yeah, he's a quick little player. Uh, just a little he's bit. A sophomore, I, I got to feel good if you're Warwick. You got this guy, you know, running around. But uh, it's going to come back with a holding on uh, Warwick. Most certainly will. The flag is down around the 45-yard line, right at the line of scrimmage. Now I hear the public address. That's the first time I heard him. It helps when the band's not playing. That's true. I've noticed that. Again, outside, 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 outside. They run jet. We have no edge tonight, and they just keep hitting the edge and making big plays. As they run between the tackles. We're doing pretty good. It's the edge. Yeah. I mean, what have we said all year? You have Wes Clemson, who's just a big hammer, yeah, coming down the middle of that defense that, you know, you run down the gut, you're going to meet Wes Clemson <laughs> once yeah. or twice, right? He's going to introduce himself to you he, running he the football, a, and they're just trying to run a, run away from him. You can see he's lining up here at middle linebacker on the right-hand side next to Torok, and they're just running the opposite direction. Once again, throwing the opposite direction. It's caught around the 50-yard line, back to the original line of scrimmage, across the 40 down to around the 35, and finally they'll blow it dead after a first down. Judah Willard, recipient of that 51-yard Touchdown pass. We'll now I, I, receive this one down to around the 45-yard line, so a gain of 20 on the play. I, I really like Evans. I mean, he, he he's he's just sets his feet through a good ball there, and Willard did the rest. I mean, he, he's, a, he's a nice quarterback. Muhlenberg player down on the field. Stops the clock with 3.07 left here in the second. I definitely could see Mil uh, Evans, you know, Playing at a D2, D3 level college for sure. I mean, he's got some talent. Uh, West Clemson too. West Clemson all day. Shout out to his parents. Lovely people. Um, but yeah. yeah. Mom right here in front of us. Yeah, mom's right in front of us. They're diehard fans. They said they'd listen to us on Saturdays. I love that. Thanks so much. But, uh, you know, Clemson's a heck of a player. You know, his parents said he... He's going to probably play lacrosse in college, mm -hmm. which is awesome. He's a really good lacrosse player. Very uh, Richie Karstein of him. Yeah. Picking out a uh, Exeter player from last year. He's going like, to – he's, he's no playing clue. at Iona. I didn't know who you were talking about. Sorry about that. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, so he's a heck of a player inside at, at linebacker. Clock will wind here at 3.07. Handoff going off left tackle. Well covered as that time – it was uh, number 51. Well, once again, Romeo Grulin making his presence known here in this game. Yeah, Junior, he's been getting some reps tonight. Doing a really nice job. Loss on the play. Killen Shermer will come off the field. Second down. Cruz lined up. Yeah, circle that one as... <laughs> Sorry, I mean a lot. Judah Willard is six foot two. JV and Cruz standing eight inches shorter, and they're going head to head, and they're throwing in his direction. That oh! one intercepted by Cruz. He overcooked it, intercepted around the twenty, he has Go it around Cruz! the forty, Go Cruz! the fifty, and he's going to get a pop in front of his bench by number fifty-five. But Nick Meher will most certainly get the last laugh there. But JV and Cruz, that one overthrown they were targeting him they were looking for judah willard again it was overthrown to their 6-2 wide receiver 
and Cruz, right spot, right time. He was beaten and then happens to just land with the football in his hands. That was a horrific pass. <laughs> Sorry, Trevor Evans, but it was a bad pass. He overshot a 6-2 guy, and the JV and Cruz with the big pick. I think that's his first pick on the year. I would he, anticipate that it is. He's a tough nut, man. Little guy, but he, he plays with an attitude and an edge. I love the way he plays. Sapola in the gun. Handoff is to Torek. Torek. He gets across the 40. Oh, he was down. He was down. Yeah, he gets across the 40. Ball comes out, but he was down by contact. More importantly, the clock will continue to run so I can eventually make it home this evening. Maybe, home, ma home. maybe stop at Sonic on the way home. Who knows? Ooh. Fresh banana milkshake. Fresh Ooh. banana milkshake. Ooh. Get a burger. Ooh. Honestly, honestly uh, Sonic's double cheeseburger is one of my favorite uh, fast food uh, guilty pleasures. I had Chick-fil-A tonight, so I'm happy. Uh, you should be. Handoff once again to Torek. Once Whoa. again, a little stutter step. Juking He's got a first down. He's down close to the 30. And, yeah, man, if you looked at the stat sheet and you saw what Torek was doing, you'd say, all right, kid's running pretty well. And uh, he's going to continue running well here. Another first down. Down to the 31-yard line. Torek, his seventh carry for... About 38 yards or so. Extra to Leeds Hemfield, 28, 20 at the half. That one probably a little bit closer than uh, Exeter had expected. Hemfield coming off three consecutive losses. Some inner turmoil there as this one blown up oh, in the backfield God. as Tucker Belanco was basically already in the backfield ready to receive that snap. It, it, they they got to get back to the... You know, they ran Torek, what, three or four times there, and it was downhill, 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 got the run. Now they're trying to run sideways with Miller, and then they lose four yards. So they got to get back to the, the downhills running. And now, now they're running out of time. It's 40 seconds and counting. You got three timeouts. Try to score here. Down 35-7. to seven. Could at least make it a three-score game going into the locker room. Handoff is to Torek. Torek cutting up. And he's back to I around the timeout. 31. And, yeah, you could be taking a timeout here. Timeout? All right. Now they will with 20 seconds left. Maybe they're worried about another pick six. I don't know. Um, well, this one would be from a little bit further out and be twice the distance. It'll be a timeout with 20 seconds left. May as well just stay here since we'll be running through commercials for halftime. Uh, Township 41, Reading nothing. Shocker. I really wow. thought that one was going to be closer. Uh, my, my, my man over here, Ryan, needs a hug or something because he's feeling a little uh, <laughs> punchy, snarky. Uh, I haven't had a nap today. After the 27, Twin Valley 17 at the half. Everybody's at the half. You know, that one, yeah, and that one's not over yet either. That one's that one I would suspect is going to go down to the wire. Uh, York High 28. Nobody uh, cares about Spring York Adams 21. League. Sorry, sorry. I, mean, I teach at York High, so I was a little, <laughs> a little wondering. I was just... You know? York Adams League does not exist in this dojo. The Y-A-I-A-A, as we like to call it over there, folks. That's a lot of vowels. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'll tell you a funny story one of these days with us. Anyways. It's not quite as good as the uh, P-I-A-A-A, <laughs> yeah. as they would say out in Fleetwood. Cacalico 30, down to go zero. Another shocker. 
positive over there. Third and 10. 20 seconds remaining here for the Mules. Once again, Warwick showing blitz. They will send at least one extra. He throws it up. Oh, jeez. And, ooh, that oh one was dangerous. God. We have a couple players colliding Over going for right. that one. Mi is that and the Miller? trainers are immediately out onto the field as Dotson and Miller collided. They went head to head. They went, or it wasn't Miller. It might have been, it's not Madueno either, so it would have been be Archie. Archie. Yeah, Archie. So it would have been Archie. Oh, my God. That's, it just both were going for the ball, and they both went helmet to helmet. It was Archie the, and Dotson. Oh, it was geez. an underthrown ball. They both dove for it with little uh, care as to what happened with their bodies, <sighs> and they ended up colliding helmet to helmet. So let's, there was a uh, penalty on the play, which will be declined, bringing up fourth down, but it stops the clock with 15 seconds left, and, Let's take a break. 35-7, to seven, Warriors on top of Muhlenberg. And uh, we'll return when this has uh, resolved itself. More to come here on the Mule Sports Network. Football season and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. Featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket so you won't miss a single game, college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week. Good food, good service, good prices, and great people. That's the new Birdies Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, 160 Old Friedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. Every team, every game, all season long. That's the kind of unmatched Berks County football coverage MikeDragosSports.com brings to you, and it's just a click away. For profiles of the top players in Berks football, season previews of every Berks team, projections for every team in the Lancaster Lebanon League, team photo galleries, and history and stats you can't find anywhere else, turn to MikeDragosSports.com. Take advantage of our seven-day free trial from now through the end of the month. Football coverage you can't find anywhere else. That's MikeDragosSports.com. The best Italian food in Muhlenberg can be found at Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. You can get a great sit-down meal, pizza, sandwiches, burgers, wings, and so much more at Margarita's. The chicken and veal marcella are to die for, and the pasta is second to none. Plan your next meal or party at Margarita's. Stop in before or after the next game. That's Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. Here's a fun fact for you. The average chameleon can point their eyes in two different directions. On the other hand, the average human can't. So unless you're a chameleon, there's absolutely no way you can focus on texting and driving at the same time. So don't do it, unless you're a chameleon. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. You're listening to Muhlenberg Football on the Mule Sports Network. Back here in Lidditz as Carl Archie was able to get up. And following that, Isaiah Dotson 
limping off the field, but up under his own power. Always love to see that, getting some hugs from teammates on his way off the field here. And they will certainly look into him. That's at least like the third Muhlenberg player who's been down. It's Yeah, it's, you never want to see it. It's, just, it's such a, a collision sport. It really is. Um, I played it you know, from sixth grade all the way through senior year in high school. We used to hit all the time, and it's gotten safer, but it's still never going to be 100% safe. It's just the way the game is played. Glad I have two girls. True. <laughs> no, I don't know. Sid, uh, I've nicknamed her Icebox because she is very similar. If you've ever seen the movie Little Giants, uh, she is eerily reminiscent to uh, Becky the Icebox. So... <laughs> Muhlenberg will take a timeout here as well. We'll stay here. When, yeah, when I played high school football, we used to go live every day in practice. Like, we would hit nonstop, hit, 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 hit. We never had trainers on the field. We didn't do any of that. And sure, that's you the had 90s. few uh, water breaks. Yeah, and I remember, I don't, the know 90s how many great? Times, I don't know how many times <laughs> I would see stars. i get headaches. I would get... Like, like lightheaded. But Honestly, like, it explains I a lot. Love, uh, yeah, I love football so much. Obviously, you can tell I'm doing a radio broadcast and coach football 15 years that uh, I, I, I didn't think anything else. I'd just get up and go to the next play. I saved my noggin and played tennis instead. Yeah, you're using it well. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, no, you're right. I mean, it's just it's, it's tough, you know. And I hope that they're, they're all right and everybody gets hurt. You know, the worst thing is we want anybody to get hurt. You know, the, the ham, was it the Hamler, Hambler, right? The guy from Buffalo last year that, you know, yep. that oh, was Hamlin. so, Hamlin, Hamlin, that was so tragic. I thought you were trying to say Hamburglar and no, we're getting no. tripped up over it. Hamlin, <laughs> Hamlin, I couldn't remember his name. So, got a whole new cast of receivers out there now. We sure do. Shane Hoffman is now out there as well as Cruz. Cipolla, fourth down play here with 15 seconds left. Why not? They're just going to throw it. Sapola gets absolutely m murdered on that play. He throws it in the triple coverage. It falls harmlessly incomplete. But now West. Oh, but now Sapola's uh, down. He'll get helped up. And that was just chucking and praying because he couldn't see anything except for black, well, not even black jerseys, camo jerseys coming at him. Yeah. It, it, and they're trying. But the O-line is just... It's so hard for these skill kids. You know, they try to run, and they're just people in their face all the time. And I know the offensive line's trying. I'm not saying they're not. They're just, they're struggled. They've struggled all year. They're just not very good at O-line, D-line. And these, those kids are trying. And like you keep saying with the weight room, you know, they're going to hopefully get in the weight room and get stronger because they're just not very go good up front. And this is the easy game. When you're, you're good up front, you win. When you lose up front, you're not very good up front, you lose. And that's just... Ben Mueller-Berg's case all year. They will take a knee. Mühlenberg with only 10 players out there. Yeah, and we go to halftime. Uh, they will take a knee, and we will not have a running clock when we return. It will be 35-7 to Warwick over top of Mühlenberg. And finally at 8.31, Eastern Standard Time, we will reach halftime here in Lidditz. <laughs> Everyone else has already been at halftime for about half an hour. 
And here we go. But we will uh, take a break, and when we return, we will talk about the first half, out-of-town scoreboard, and more right here on the Mule Sports Network.
football season and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. Featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket so you won't miss a single game, college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week. Good food, good service, good prices, and great people. That's the new Birdies Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, 160 Old Friedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. Musso's Italian Restaurant in St. Lawrence brings the variety. Whether you want a sandwich, a burger, pizza, wings, or a full Italian dinner with seafood favorites, Musso's delivers the goods. Try their linguine pomodoro, fettuccine and shrimp, and yucky and meatballs or veal and chicken dishes galore. All cooked with care and at a family-friendly price. That's Musso's Italian Restaurant, 4212 St. Lawrence Avenue. Call 610-779-7300. That's 610-779-7300. You used to read his sports takes every morning in the newspaper. Now you can find Mike Drago's stories in a new format on MikeDragoSports.com, a website dedicated to covering Burke's football inside and out all season and all year long. For four decades, Mike Drago has provided in-depth coverage of Burke's football. Now you can find it again at MikeDragoSports.com. Read feature stories about Berks County's top players, coaches, and teams. Mike's unequaled coverage is just a click away at MikeDragoSports.com. Subscribe today. The best Italian food in Muhlenberg can be found at Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. You can get a great sit-down meal, pizza, sandwiches, burgers, wings, and so much more at Margarita's. The chicken and veal marcella are to die for, and the pasta is second to none. Plan your next meal or party at Margarita's. Stop in before or after the next game. That's Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. When it comes to making plans, you are the best. What about those round trips, which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back? Or those meetings with friends, surprise parties, camps, birthdays. The same way you plan for the important moments, start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster. Sign up for local weather and emergency alerts. Prepare an emergency kit and make a family communications plan. Get started at ready.gov plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Every team, every game, all season long. That's the kind of unmatched Berks County football coverage MikeDragosSports.com brings to you, and it's just a click away. For profiles of the top players in Berks football, season previews of every Berks team, projections for every team in the Lancaster Lebanon League, team photo galleries, and history and stats you can't find anywhere else, turn to MikeDragosSports.com. Take advantage of our seven-day free trial from now through the end of the month. Football coverage you can't find anywhere else. That's MikeDragosSports.com. Is your house or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com.
to decide that the things that I tried were in my lap just to get high on. When I sit alone, come get a little known, but I need more than myself this time. Step from the road to the sea to the sky, and I do believe that we rely on. When I lay it on, come get to play it on, on my life to sacrifice. Hey, yo, listen what I say, yo. I got your hey, yo, now listen what I say, yo. When will I know that I really can go to the well once more, time to decide on?
listening to Muhlenberg Football on the Mule Sports Network. Back here in Lidditz, Pennsylvania, 35-7 to at the break as we wait for both teams to get out of the locker rooms, even though there's a minute on the clock. Uh, looks like Warwick is about to re-enter the field. I would imagine we'll tack like another uh, five minutes or so up there. I, I guess the 20 minutes wasn't enough for halftime. I guess. <laughs> Homecoming's done, gone. They selected their king, their queen. That entire student section migrated from one section <laughs> of the stadium to the other. Yeah. Um, well, at one time it was 7 nothing, and now it's 35-7. Hey, that was, and, uh, hey, that that was, was an hour and a half ago, but... Um, yeah, I don't know what to say. I just think that the you know it's a common theme. The offense struggles, and then the defense eventually got gashed. And defense really gave up a lot of big plays, and then you add in two pick sixes. Yeah, take those out. It's, yeah, I mean, look, you take those out. It's twenty-one-seven, and I mean they had a shot down there towards the end of the first half. And without those pick sixes, you know, obviously this game looks a lot different. But they exist, and uh, they happen. So can't take them back. We're just shy of a uh, running clock here as <coughs> Muhlenberg, just a really tough run of it, especially towards the end of the season. We talked, I think we talk about every week, <laughs> the uh, the first four weeks, we were like, these are their best chances this entire season because they're going to hit a murderer's row because you hit week five with Mannheim Central, or sorry, week five was uh, Muhlenberg, or not Muhlenberg, uh, Governor Mifflin, and then week six was Mannheim Central. So you're like, all right. Maybe you could even stretch it to five weeks that they're going to have a chance here at winning games. And then you get to play Mannheim Central, get to play Exeter the following week. You're like, all right, maybe we'll see how this goes. And it absolutely has just been a murderer's row uh, for their midseason schedule. Yeah, and like I remember week one. It was the first time doing this with you, Ryan. I mean, I just felt really disappointed for the players and the coaches that – that one was I tough felt with like they, they one. They, they let one slip away. I felt like they played better in the second half than Octorera, and, and they lost that one. I was like, oh. Because if they could have got to Octorera, then they got Levin, and that would have been two wins. They would have matched their season total last year. And Reading, they had a chance, so they could have got to three, but they couldn't, and now they're looking at a you know a one-and-nine team. You know, when I took this job, you know, a lot of people were optimistic and thought they could get to three or four wins, and it just doesn't look like that's going to happen. And and it just gonna looks like a one and nine team, and it's not not for lack of trying. They're all trying. The coaching staff's trying. The players are trying. They're just not a very good football team right now. Down by twenty eight, they've lost their last two, uh, three games by forty two points. Almost forty nine to seven against Mannheim Central, and the last two weeks have been forty two nothing blowouts. You want some scores? Let's go for some scores. Exeter 28, Hemfield 27. Mm, that Hemfield is a dandy, scored. isn't it? Yeah, Jerry, Jerry on, uh, what do you always say, JG1? JG Media 1. Yeah. We're JG oh, Media 2, so if you ever want to punch into that one, you just change that little little number, top of your browser. Yeah, Ephrata 34, uh, Twin, Twin Valley 17. 17. That's a good one over there. Uh, Governor Mifflin, 38, and the end of a third, 11 and 0. They're going to be done with that game with the running clock by the time that we even get started the first half. <laughs> There's a second half here. Yeah, end of the third, Burks, 15, Octorera, 12. Burks Catholic and Octorera. I believe BC really needs that win because they're 
right on the cusp of a district playoff berth, and without a win here this evening, that would be very exceedingly difficult for them to do. Well, uh, let me update that. Actuary scored, so it's 19-15. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, point still stands that they need that win. So Yeah, the point does. And then you got uh, Northern Lebanon, 21. Go Vikings. Uh, Columbia, 13. That's not terribly surprising. Those, uh, Neither of those two teams are impressive. but Are they uh, in Fredericksburg? I don't Probably know. smells like the chicken plant. I'd, I've never been to Northern <laughs> Lebanon. Uh, better off if you just don't. Unless you like the smell of uh, Bella Nevin's chicken factory. I like the taste of chicken. Uh, do you like the production? <laughs> Probably not. It's a. Uh, it's always interesting going to Fredericksburg. You're not quite sure what smell you're going to get. It's either the uh, the cornfields that are surrounding the entire school, or it comes from the uh, the chicken facility. So. Wow, JG Media One just saw Exer returns their second kickoff for a touchdown. Hey. Wow, Exer. Probably Jaden Zandier, if I had to guess. Oh, that guy's unbelievable. It's like he shot out of a cannon every Is time. Is there he another Z- the Zandier after this? There were there are five Zandiers. Wow. And I believe that Jaden is number three. Zach is number two. He is obviously their starting tight end. And then uh, I believe that they also have at least a brother or two that is playing college football as well. Nice. So there are a Jayden's number awesome. of Zandiers. I mean, his brother's awesome, too, but Jaden is like a fluid athlete. I mean, they, they were like, oh, let's mm-hmm. go put him at running back. Okay, he could do that. Let's put him at receiver. He could do that. It's like, And I believe that they are, they are still with another Zandier that is in eighth grade, I believe. There you so, go. More Zandiers on the way for Exeter. That's like, uh, like, Wyo's got, like, how many bloodlines of players Eisenhower's and mm-hmm. they're, 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 what's the N word? I don't know. They got tons of players <laughs> with like. Um, I don't know what you N-word might want to phrase that better. Okay. <laughs> no, no. Nadrowski is it Nadrowski? Colin Nadrowski? I'm sorry. I didn't mean the N word. That <laughs> was a questionable phrasing. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Thankfully, we can we're kick kicking off. off. Low line drive. We're back to playing football. Runs right into a pile of players, drug out to around the 35-yard line. Gave him about 15 or so on the uh, return. Colin Nadrowski. He he's had a player. His, his, he's had some siblings there, too. So mm-hmm. there, Not the N-word, Colin Nadrowski. <laughs> my bad there, people. Phrasing. Phrasing, my Phrasing. bad. All right, Mule's defense, let's go. I did notice that Archie was gatored off the field, so he is done. Probably, off the sideline. He's done for the night. Protocol. But sending prayers his way, man. That's That was a scary hit. <clears throat> yeah, both of them off the field. Cruz will now line up at wide receiver. And, oh, boy. Or, sorry, at uh, defensive back. They'll back off of the uh, wide outs. It'll be a quarterback keeper. Takes a step back, then punches forward. You take a look at the uh, first half stats. I have Evans <laughs> attempting five passes, two touchdowns, one interception, eighty-seven yards. He it was good and bad. I mean, he threw some beautiful balls, and that interception was awful. Um, Game two, yeah, and uh, but we still got West Clemson inside. You know, making plays. 
Looks like 42-0 Lampeter Strasburg over Elko. Yeah. This does not seem like the year that they will finally figure them out. Looking deep, and that one somehow gets past Mikey Miller. It's caught. Mikey Miller mistimed his jump, and the kid ca caught it behind It's down him. inside the 20. And if I can see the number, is it 10? Is, that a, is there a 10? About Leroux? a 44-yard to Leroux. I would assume it's Leroux. Yes, Leroux. Yep, uh, it's Leroux. At 44 yards as he, they just straight bombing it down the field. He just threw it down the field. It was a seam route. Threw it right down there. And Miller it was right there. He jumped. He was he right just, there. He just made an yeah. awkward jump where he was kind of twisting in the air as the ball was coming towards him. And instead makes it first and 10 on the 18-yard line. They'll pitch it. And absolutely nowhere to go as spinning around was Qu excuse me, Quinn Kerr. It was Jeffrey Collado in on the stop again. Collado having himself a day. Yeah, Collado's a guy, another kid, sophomore, uh, who didn't get a lot of playing time. I mean, it, it, I mean, he's played a lot this year. Who hasn't played football before this year. So I've seen some good and I've seen some bad this year. And you got to think, if you get him in the weight room, he's a wiry type athlete, he should come back and be a really good player next year. Don't be terribly shocked if they uh, take a shot here in the corner. No safety help over the top. One-on-one -on -one coverage here on, well, virtually all sides of the field. Two wide receivers to either side. He'll stare down his receiver to the left. He sits right there around the 15-yard line, spun down inside, close to the 10. Yeah, just a slant route, hit him inside, and was able to get positive yards there. So now they're in third and three now for Warwick. Warwick Warriors. Inside 10 minutes, a touchdown here would potentially make it a running clock. Sound too excited about that. I'm not. <laughs> I'm joking. But also, I'm a homebody, so. Two wide receivers once again split out to either side. Want to watch here is Willard on Cruz. They are looking that direction. They try to go high. And we're going to have a flag here on Cruz. It will be defensive pass interference. That ball was wholly uncatchable, but they're still going to throw the flag. It, it, I, I think it's defensive holding, so you, you call that. Um, double slant. They ran double slant. Guy inside run slant. Guy outside run slant. You just pick one, and you throw it uh, you know, based oh, was, on the read. He was picking the uh, eight-inch discrepancy that they have on Cruz. And he still overthrew him, but you know he did grab him. I don't yeah, they it is a defensive hold. Yeah, it's not it's not pass interference. He just grabbed him. But it is an automatic first down. First and goal from the six. Evans in the gun. Looking over to his left-hand side. Barks out the orders. Now looking left. Going to that left corner, and wow. What a pitch and catch. That is a perfectly thrown ball to that back pylon. And it's taken in for a score, 41-7. to seven. Yeah, He does well that throwing that, le that, le that left uh, side. Yeah, it was just a fade, and he threw the back corner. It was a fade, but it was it perfectly was tossed up to that, to that back corner. It wasn't a, you know, a toss-up play or anything like that. It just fell right into the breadbasket of the receiver. It was uh, a perfect yeah, spiral. Beautiful throw there by... Uh, Quarterback there by Evans. Trevor Evans with another touchdown pass. Evans from three yards out, and he's now at about a buck thirty-four throwing the football. 
And a flag on the field, a false start called on Warwick. Off the marching back. And this would make it a running clock with 921 remaining. It's currently 41 to 7. And again, important to notate, not all of the uh, points scored here this evening were against the uh, Muhlenberg defense. They're going to run the football this time, and they're going to get two. I think it was actually an offsides. It looked like maybe Muhlenberg. But, yep. I, was that planned? Or did that? No idea. But they're going to run uh, it in. And uh, that's, jeez. I would assume. That's the only thing I saw. And then half of the offensive line moved. Well, the thing it's so hard is, like, they do a lot of two platooning. So a lot of the, the defensive guys are just playing defense. Like, your will is broken at this point when you're down this bad and you, you just you don't have a will to play it's hard to keep trying to trot out there when you're, you're you know your offense gives up two pick six and you, your offense is doing very little so I think that's part of it as well the clock will run now as the Eels will get the ball back here it'll be close to probably like 8.30 by the time that they finally kick it away just a, a rough evening. You're up seven nothing. You've been outscored forty three cents, and then, you know, a couple of the key injuries. You know, you you hate to see that happen. Yeah, there were a handful. Obviously, working without without Dotson, working without Kyle Archie, and especially on defense, missing Kyle Archie really hurts. Yes, uh, at the cornerback position, it does. He's playing at an all league line cornerback uh, position. Kick is away. Mikey Miller back on the kickoff return team. We'll take this one in. Goes up the sideline. He's across the 35-40. Finally taken down as he crosses that 40-yard line, but a good return there for Mikey Miller. Muhlenberg, decent field position to start. I think we got a new quarterback coming in. Uh, let me see. Yep. That would Christian be uh, Christian Coley. Coley's coming in. Southmore. So I think it's smart. You know, I think Sapola, I don't know if he's down there hurt. But it might make sense to get a sophomore in there. He took a shot. I don't nope. even see him. Nope. Uh, is on the field. He's Thank actually going to move to wide receiver. I think that really is smart. You know, get the sophomore quarterback a shot, you know, and, uh, you know, and give Sapola well, a break. Well, there's no COVID year here in high school. You're four years and done. <laughs> so uh, for somebody like Sapola, his first and only year playing football. An ambulance is coming. Yeah, this actually, we actually had a police officer going before that, so I'm curious if uh, this might be for... Oh, somebody's down. Who's down? Is that Torek? Uh, Torek is down on the field. Uh, I'm watching the, uh, the ambulance, trying to figure out where it's going. But Torek will uh, take a seat on the field, and we will take a break as well. 9-16 remaining here in the third, 43-7. Warwick on top when we return here on the Mule Sports Network.
every team, every game, all season long. That's the kind of unmatched Berks County football coverage MikeDragosports.com brings to you, and it's just a click away. For profiles of the top players in Berks football, season previews of every Berks team, projections for every team in the Lancaster Lebanon League, team photo galleries, and history and stats you can't find anywhere else, turn to MikeDragosports.com. Take advantage of our seven-day free trial from now through the end of the month. Football coverage you can't find anywhere else. That's MikeDragosports.com. You're listening to Muhlenberg Football on the Mule Sports Network. Back here in Lidditz, Coley hands off to Mikey Miller, who gets spun around and back to the original line of scrimmage, loss of three. Let's see what Coley can do here, you know. He could be the starting quarterback next year. You never know. You know about Aiden Lopez who got injured, and he's a good baseball player. So, you know, at the very least, he's probably your backup quarterback next year. So might as well get him some reps. We'll see how it all shakes out. Third and eleven. Get him in a rhythm. Like, throw a hitch. Hitch down here in Arduino. Just something simple to get the ball, in, you know. Miller in the backfield. He does throw it, and it actually hits Is that uh, Alexis Cantress, uh, who did not turn to look for the football, so it smacked him right in the face mask. Bring a fourth down. It will look to punt the football away. Just really hard, you know, this Muhlenberg offense. It will send Maduino out there to help block. Kind of in that fullback position. Uh, no, he won't. And now he'll come off the field. They got 12? They must have had 12. <laughs> Referees let that one go. Kick his way. Kick will... He fielded around the 29, reversing field all the way over to the left sideline in front of his bench. He literally, he, yeah, we did have a referee eat a flag. You can hear the coaching staff up here. I think it might be uh, Mr. Clemison over there. Be vocal. They were happy with that. He's got to be proud let's, of his son, let's, though. Let's put it West Clemson out there still balling, trying, doing the best he can. Oh, listen to this. What? Javier, JV and Cruz still out there trying his best. Mikey Miller's out there trying their best. So they're giving everything they have, can out there. Likely running the football here is, is a QB keeper. Winding his way up the left-hand side, looking for blockers. Finally escaping near his own bench is Evans. Evans will have a first down and more. I was curious. The, uh, the We saw the ambulance back in over here, and I was curious if it was one of the uh, Muhlenberg players. I can't quite see. It does not look like it may have been one of the players, but. Warwick's having a. Horrific year, and I wonder if they're just going to keep piling in points and take out a lot of frustration on this Muhlenberg team. No, that might actually potentially be Kyle Archie as 
Once again, Warwick running down inside the 20-yard line. Another first down. No clue who that was. I could not see the numbers. I, could, I can't see these numbers for the life of me. And the further away they get on the field, the even worse it is. Isaiah Dotson, who had taken that pop earlier, is on the bench. That's good. So he is okay. He's sitting next to Sapola. So they're they're uh, inside the, the twenty yard line now. Warwick about to punch it in again. But I do not see Kyle Archie. So there is actually a uh, possibility that he is the one loaded into the ambulance. As once again, Warwick will hand the ball off. Juking to the left-hand side, taken down around the 10. We're going to be awfully close to another first. Yeah, Archie was taken off by Gator. and Hard to tell because it's not really a uh, Muhlenberg football. Actually, it might be a uh, Muhlenberg jersey. Pat tried to... Uh, Take a peek before the uh, doors closed, but well, our best wishes to everyone involved with that play. And that was yeah, it was brutal. ugly to watch. Helmet to helmet's tough. Once again, another handoff, trying to go off the left hand side. Clemson initially Ooh. had him. Looked like he got yeah, pinched. Clem yeah, Clemson's gonna. Oh, uh, he's gonna go down. Gonna oh, go I don't down. know, like his hand. Ah, oh, man, he's a tough kid. You know, it's it, going to take a lot to get him off the field. It might be a hand because of just the way he grabbed on. He grabbed onto the he grabbed onto the jersey and got twisted around a little bit. So there's a possibility that that's what happened. Two thirty-three. The clock will stop. So let's take another break. We get some good heating in here. Our uh, sponsor is getting their money's worth here this evening. Forty-three to seven Warriors on top of the Mules. More to come on the Mule Sports Network. Is your house or business looking dingy or need a sprucing up? Be it interior or exterior, Lancaster Full Service Painting is right for your job. Specializing in all methods of painting, from brush and roll to airless spray and HVLP, Lancaster Full Service Painting will deliver a comprehensive premium job at a friendly price. There's no full service painting like Lancaster Full Service Painting. Call John at 717-419-8492 or schedule online at LancasterFullServicePainting.com. Back here in Linnitz, once again, another handoff. Getting inside the five to the Warriors. To somebody. I don't know who ran the ball. I can't see the numbers, but yeah. Yeah, I'll stop beating that dead horse. Just know that we're not going to be able to bring you who the heck is running or catching the football or making tackles or really any football play whatsoever from Warwick. Hopefully somebody from Warwick is listening and never orders these jerseys again. <laughs> it's going to be really difficult for the referees down there, too. Third and four. Knocking on the doorstep. Handoff up the middle, and Muhlenberg going to stop him shy. Able to stymie the warrior attack inside the five. Fourth down on about the three. We'll see if it's four down territory here for the Warriors or if they decide to punch it in. 
All indications are that they'll leave their offense out there. Special teams aren't jogging in, so may as well just keep that clock moving. And yes, Chris, it is only the third quarter. We're going to have other games come to an end here shortly. And the gun is Evans. Running back behind him, two wide receivers split out. Handoff is to the running back, and in he goes. 49-7, to seven Warriors. As we've reached that uh, dreaded 42-point margin for the fourth straight week. Yeah, just a simple inside handoff on fourth goal, and, you know, Warwick uh, was able to punch it in. 49 straight unanswered uh, points by the Warriors. 49 straight, and they will look for the extra point here. Finally, spot is down. The kick is up. The kick is through. Well, it won't be 42 points. It's 50 to 7 in favor of Warwick with 42 seconds remaining here in the third quarter. At least we scored point, seven points. We did. Seven on the board. It's more than the last two weeks. You then they were, were totally rewarded correct. with, uh, you know, a 15-yard penalty. Yeah. <laughs> For what reason? I don't know. But for Muhlenberg, their last road game of the year. They will return home for the final two games of the season, one of which will be homecoming. Thank the Lord. They will face off against uh, Conestoga Valley and the Buckskins next week, mm -hmm. trying to hold off that rushing attack. And they will face off against the Ephrata Mounts in the final week of the season. It's Ephrata looking to... Uh, Pull together a non-league victory here. I think effort is next week. Against uh, Twin Valley. I think effort is next week in Conestoga Valley's final. I don't know. I've yeah, now said yeah. it both ways. I'm just making sure all my bases are covered. Hey, at least you cover the bases. That's all that matters. I could look, but I'm looking. I won't. It's Ephrata next week. Conestoga Valley the final week. See, Ephrata and Conestoga Valley. I've now said it both ways, so both were. I will be on the broadcast next week. If you guys, when you guys see Chris Miller, if you do, say hi. He's a great guy. That is correct. Head, co head coach. We will have uh, Mr. Rosenberry helping us as mm -hmm. Sapola takes in the uh, the kickoff and immediately torn down yes. in between the hash marks. Chris Miller, have you guys ever sat down and talked to Chris Miller from Effort? He's a really nice guy. Have not mm -hmm. because usually uh, – had no need to talk to an effort head coach for a while. <laughs> He's done a nice <laughs> job, though. Burke's play. You talk about losing. They've lost. He took over. They had a long losing streak. And look at now how good they are. It took yeah. him a couple years, but he figured it out. That they have. Undefeated going into Twin Valley. Currently leading the Raiders. I believe we're ranked eighth in the state in 4A. I don't think Ephrata was undefeated. Uh, Ephrata lost was to Burnspot, I think. Well, then they were pretty close. They were pretty close. Yeah, they're 6-1 coming in this there game. There you go. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Just trying to get my facts straight here, buddy. Hand off to Torque. We'll tick off the remaining time from the clock, and we'll wind our way into the fourth quarter now. 50-7, to seven, Warriors on top. We'll take a quick break, and fourth quarter action when we return right here on the Mule Sports Network.
It's football season, and the new Birdies Inn is your place for all the big games. Featuring more than 30 TVs and NFL Sunday ticket, so you won't miss a single game, college or pro. Entertainment every day of the week. Good food, good service, good prices, and great people. That's the new Birdies Inn. Located at Five Points in Exeter, 160 Old Friedensburg Road, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. You're listening to Ryan and Patrick on the Mule Sports Network. Handoff once again to Torek. He'll make his way back to the 15, back to the line of scrimmage. We got a pony. Of course we do. <laughs> Flag on the field. He's the right around the 19-yard line. I would love to make a guess, but I'm not going to. I'm just going to let the ref <laughs> Go with that one. Defensive holding. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Well, my guess would have been wrong. So I'm happy about that. Down and distance marker still showing second down. So we'll take the penalty and take the free yardage. Again, in the backfield is Christian Coley. Coley. Oh, Jesus. They Third just pick six of the game. Heads. They just <laughs> don't turn their heads. Uh, uh, another pick six. So Coley steps uh, back, and he, he's trying that's... to throw the ball in the flat, and it's a pick six. Uh, <laughs> that's tough. Sorry I dropped. I said Jesus, but that was just like uh, it was tough to see. I mean, he just throws a pick six. I mean, Coley, it's tough. I mean, I feel bad for the kid. You know, he's out there. Well, he's throwing to wide receivers in unusual positions. Yeah. Your top two wide outs are uh, out. At least theoretically, your top two wide outs, not including Mikey Miller. They're both out, and you have some new guys in there, new quarterback and miscommunication there. That one taken in from about the 15-yard line. At this point, we just got to take it as a learning experience. Because now we have the younger quarterback in. He's going to be making a little bit more decision-making. But, hey, he gets the reps. That's all that matters for right now. Stops the clock with 11.07 left here in the fourth quarter. Looking to make it a 50-point advantage and a flag thrown on yeah, the field. What, what <laughs> Torek is doing is he, 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 like, pretends to rush and then does it, pulls back, and then the, they, 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 like, Whatever spooks they fall him. start. Yeah. False start, moves him back five. That's like the fourth time he's done that, and I've seen people move. That's why. I'm, I mean, I get it, but at the same time, one out of four times you call it, come on. This touchdown run I just saw by Xander, it, he's so unbelievable. He has four touchdowns tonight. Of course he does. Very explosive. We saw that last week. Extra point attempt is up, and it is true. 57-7, to seven Warriors on top. 11.07 remaining here in the fourth. Well, can we go for... Let's, 
It's hope just they tough. don't go for a fourth uh, pick six. That's just hopefully it's really tough. It's just miscues. That's all it is right now. Uh, it's really hard to not, especially when like Ryan was saying, how you don't have the normal positions out there. It's just hard to get the cues on because people don't know what they're doing as much as the others would, and it's just learning experiences from now on. Well, you're throwing your starting quarterback, who is also your backup quarterback, out there as your uh, ex-receiver. So Mm -hmm. when you're uh, winding your way down and your quarterback is now your wide out, uh, you can kind of tell how things are going, especially with injuries. And Warwick is no stranger to those injuries, but they are – Going to pick up their second victory of the season here this evening. Mm-hmm. You guys want to hear some dad jokes? <laughs> sure. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Must be uh, something with the camo jerseys. Maybe. They've, 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 they've scored now 57 straight points. So uh, I don't know if that's good. Kickoff is away. Taken in by Cruz. Cruz reversing course again, and he's going to be taken down. Gains maybe a couple yards. I, I, I but don't he know. ended up sprinting about 20 to gain two. I don't know why kids think, and I, when I used to coach, if you drive me nuts, he takes it in the left hash and sprints all the, the way, way to the right hash. And it's like you're going sideways. You've got to get up field and hit mm-hmm. the hole somewhere. So there you go. All right. Now what do you call? Spielberg will get it on their own 13-yard line. We'll see how uh, anxious they are to. Oh, we're going to have another flag. 12? And no. We delay game? I don't know. It's no, not it can't a delay, delay game yeah, because seconds. the clock is uh, I don't know why. He doesn't even know what he's saying. Yeah, he just went delay, and then he went. He shook and his head he, no. And then he looked up and realized there's 24 seconds left on the play clock. Wow. And he's I waving off the flag. Yeah, he's going to wave it off. Hey, uh, he, just, he just wanted some attention. That's okay, buddy. Just adding to it. Just a reminder, they are looking for football referees for the 2024 season. So if you'd like to not watch Thursday night football as they hand off to Torek, ball pops loose. Oh, my it's God. Wow. Oh. Well, wow. 63 to 7. <sighs> that ball popped out, took a bounce. And uh, they were already working on their own 13-yard line. It was picked up around the five. And another Warrior touchdown makes it a 56-point margin. And the wheels have officially fallen off here in Lidditz. <sighs> As if they weren't before. Now I think we're safe to say. Yeah. Extra point will make it 57. (sighs) Can I go take a nap? I had one earlier. I would highly suggest doing it. A nap? Wow, nice. My wife was like, you look exhausted. Go take a nap. And I went to bed for like two hours. Really? (laughs) Hey, that works. What a wife. My wife would be like, suck it up. Spot is down. The kick is Uh, up. And the kick will squeak over over. the crossbar. Yeah, they got got a backup kicker in. 64 to 7 Warriors. Here you go. Final. Burks Catholic 22, Octorera 19. They needed wow. that one. Yeah. End of third, Africa 42, Twin Valley 33. Wow. That was a game that one of oh, these days I want to work late down in Morgantown at my day job and hang out for a uh, Twin Valley game just to watch them in action. Yeah. That game's not over. 
They still have an entire quarter and down by just a score. So, Mannheim Central 40. Or just shy of a score. 40. Conestoga Valley 13. 835 left in the fourth. Aaron in her line with a 45-yard touchdown reception from Zach Hahn. Wow. So I think Aaron Airline's pretty good at that football, th- that game of football. Maybe, he's, just he's a little bit. Right. He's all right. He's not shabby. I mean, he's only going D2, so, you know. Well, yeah, let's slack him. <laughs> <laughs> 6 remaining. Clock is stopped here as they. Now it's 47-14 as Airline caught another one, his third touchdown of the game. Wow. It's just too good. Kickoff is away. This one will make it to Cruz again. Cruz bobbles it, picks it up around the 14. This time tries to probe the left side and is not going to make it back to the 20. And Cruz is down and may need medical assistance. Oh, my God. There's another one. He's struggling. And, yeah, the referee's calling over. Oh, my God. That's not good. This is at least, I'd say, about the (sighs) fifth player who was needed to uh, take a seat on the field here, and Cruz got ridden out of bounds pretty hard. Yeah. That's one of the smallest players on the field. He stands all about five foot six, buck 40, soaking wet. But he plays with a bunch of heart, so. That he does, but it's like me tackling my five-year-old daughter into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> the wheels have gone off on this broadcast. Okay, uh, here you go. Another score for you. Northern Lebanon, 28. Columbia, 13 with 3.06 left to go. Wow. I don't know if you know this. Columbia, not a good football team. <laughs> I think it did. They were good a couple years ago when they had Robert <laughs> they, Footman. They used and, to be. Uh, and my guy, uh, Bud Kyle, friend of, a friend of mine, he has uh, Eastern York with their first winning season since 2014. Mm-hmm. I like those apples. Once a, well, once again, I will clearly state that I do not care about the York Adams League. So, <laughs> the Y A I A A. Do you want to hear a funny story? Can I tell you a funny story? Uh, we have time. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> when I was coaching, when I was coaching at York High, so it was uh, York. It's York and Adams, right? And uh, we are we had a football coach come in from Adams, Biglerville. And we kept going. Oh, we, we, you know, we used to we won the county a couple of years ago, and we won because we did. We won section one. Uh, we had Malik Generate. We had some really good players at York High, and he got so mad he yelled at us. There's two counties. It's York Adams, and yelled at the whole staff. We're like, whoa, sorry, buddy. I forgot you came from Biglerville. Well, great. He could win Adams County then. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but they call it the Y A I A A. That's way too many vowels. It just is. Bless you, by the way. <laughs> Sixty-four to seven. That's the. And you're still taking a look at JV and Cruz down on the twenty-yard line. I think it might be time to take a break for a little bit. It's a quick timeout. Yeah. Let's go ahead and do it. Unfortunately, um, apologies to the to those listening. Um, Trying to bring you a decent broadcast here, and mm-hmm. unfortunately, uh, fate just has other plans here this evening, both on the scoreboard and uh, injury-wise for uh, Muhlenberg. I hope that everyone ends up safe and healthy, but uh, at least in the meantime, we'll uh, take a quick break while they work on JV and Cruz. He will be, he is up, but he will need help walking off the field, so 
We'll uh, take a quick break, and when we return, we will finish off the fourth quarter here in Lit at 64-7. Warwick on top of Muhlenberg when we return here on the Mule Sports Network. The best Italian food in Muhlenberg can be found at Margarita's Restaurant and Bar, 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. You can get a great sit-down meal, pizza, sandwiches, burgers, wings, and so much more at Margarita's. The chicken and veal marcella are to die for, and the pasta is second to none. Plan your next meal or party at Margarita's. Stop in before or after the next game. That's Margarita's Restaurant and Bar. 3600 Kutztown Road in Laureldale. You're listening to Muhlenberg Football on the Mule Sports Network. As we enter hour three of our broadcast. Yeah. 64 to 7. Oh, jeez. Handoff. Put some backups in, Warwick. I believe it's to uh, Torek. And Torek is now Gimpy getting up. Oh, my God. He's going and down. And he will take a and knee. Jeez. That's tough. Coley's trying to wave him off and say, hey, come on. Now He's Coley's, down. You got to call. And now come Coley's, on, referee. Now Coley's looking at the referees asking for help. He's got it down with his knee. Like, like he's telling the ref he's hurt. Torek uh, is walking off. He just, I don't know. He's just a little seems, beat up. Seems pretty steamed. So he's probably just mad that he's hurt in the first place. I've done that. Put this out there. These qu- these refs have been questionable today. Not as much as people well, would think. Well, he wasn't it. laying down. He he was just kneeling. So I don't think that they really. Well, uh, like when you get one and six versus one and six, you're not gonna get your top crew. I'm no, just yeah. saying, your top crews in Manheim and Ephrata, yeah. all those places. You know, uh, yeah. So, like I said, PIAA is hiring football referees as the handoff here going between the tackles. We should make them a sponsor. PIAA. <laughs> need to. A, the PIAA. <laughs> handoff to Griffin gains a couple. YAA and PIAA. Zapola yeah, it, will check out. They and, desperately uh, need officials. Keegan Caddis will come in. Coaches really mistreat officials. And the way they scream at them sometimes, it's like, I get it. They're bad sometimes, but it's like, oh, screaming at him doesn't help either. Nope. But I mean, no gain on the play. Bring up second down and ten. If you know football, you know, and going as a ref, you know you're going to get yelled at. I mean, it's kind of That's why there are referee shortages in literally every single sport. Even youth soccer struggles to find people to go out there and get yelled at by parents. Mm-hmm. Hand off once again. People don't have Back cool. to the line of scrimmage. Once again, it's John Griffin. 
with the carry. 5-8 Buck 60 Jr. Bring up fourth down. And I'll send out the punt team. Anything, please. Just start running the ball. Just get it going. But it's a tough day. Tough night. Too many injuries, but what are you going to do about it? Back to receive the kick is Maiden. The punt, I should say. Back to receive the kick for Warwick. I have no foggy idea. No, but it's, it's, it's right there. I know this kid. Mad okay, Bodie Madera. Madera, come on. All right. I, I could I could pick him out of a crowd now. I've seen him carry the ball so much. Kick is away. Madera. Fair catch. Nice job. It was for the fair oh. catch, and Muhlenberg will tackle him anyway. And he fair now, caught and, and oh, now we'll And now we'll get some. Extracurriculars yeah. are pushing yeah, each that other. That was oh, uh, the hat. Brian Cranwinkle went and it, took a free shot at Bodie Madera. He's got a he fair caught it. Maybe he didn't really see him fair catch it. I don't think he saw it, but yeah, that was uh, definitely wasn't seen, and he will be escorted off the field by the coaching staff. Yikes. I mean, it's going to be fair catch interference at the very least as the clock continues to run. Thankfully, the referees have determined to uh, keep this running clock. Mm -hmm. It has to be at least fair catch interference. The head co one of the coaches. Is nah. The uh the. What was that? <laughs> what uh, was that? A coach or a fan? Uh, we got somebody yelling. Um, the, you know, the coach is talking to him. I don't know. I'll it, on you two take the, your the headset coach, off and try to uh, talk to him the, the, rationally. The yeah, coach, the not. coach, uh, one of the assistant coaches took uh, yeah. Bryant down here, is talking to him, explaining to him, doing a good job, just explaining, hey, you can't do that. Cranwinkle clearly just running with his head down, didn't see the fair catch signal, and decided, hey, I, I had a free shot. It was a shot. good form tackle. It was a great form tackle. And he just he didn't a, know. And, he's going to have and a Warwick shot at that guy. took exception to it because they thought that, you know, he did it dude, on purpose. It's, it's 64 to 7. They're not doing that intentionally. It's uh, Cranwinkle is a 5'6", buck 45 sophomore. Uh, and I don't call his name very often because he doesn't because he doesn't play very often. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm fairly certain that running with his head down, didn't pick his head up, didn't see the fair catch, and decided to form tackle the heck out of him. And uh, you know, just unfortunate. I mean, the they will walk it. It's it's certainly a oh personal geez. foul penalty. And it looks yeah. like they're going to ding him for two of them because yeah. where that ball was caught around the 45, they're now moving it 30 yards down to the 15. So it will be two penalties on that play. I would imagine it might be fair catch, catch interference plus a personal foul for unnecessary roughness. Yeah. If I had to guess, I did not see the referee. I'm not even sure if he really uh, signaled it. but We got a new quarterback, all 6'4 of them, Thomas, Thomas Myers. 6'4, jeez. Jeez, he's a big boy, number 19. Holy. Hey, you know what a great quarterback number 19? Bernie Kozar of the Browns. That was a great Great 19. All right, Grandpa, we're going to get back to football <laughs> here. <laughs> All right, five, 508 and counting. It'll be under five by the time that this play finally runs off. They will hand it off, trying to go around the outside, swung down. I think it's Riker. You say the last Giesemann? name. Giesemann? Oh, man. You're pretty good at names, last names. I give you that. It is Giesemann. Giesemann. 
G-E-E-S-A-M-A-N. Gisa Man. Gisa Man. There's also uh, Vincent Yacaviello. Uh, if you would like to go down through all of the uh, pronunciation guide. Begonis. There you go. <laughs> 430 and counting. 64-7. Warwick looks like they're trying to wind down this play clock as much as humanly possible. Everyone yeah. just kind of standing around. Uh, play clock now under 10 seconds. Now they'll look like they are ready to play football. Snap is good. Hand off, trying to go off left tackle, swung down. Well done there by the Mules as uh, <sighs> Romeo Grulin in on the stop. Mm -hmm. Now under four to play. Tick, Fire. tick, tick, tick. Yep. I was so just which one is it? Do we have a CV next week or effort of next week? We have effort of next <laughs> week. There you go. We have effort of next week. <laughs> they will return home and play the Mounts, who are just finishing their game against Twin Valley. You want a scoring update? Score. Scoring update. Whoa, Sam McCracken with a touchdown. Effort of 52. Twin wow. Valley 33. Nice win. Yeah, defense wow. optional there for the Mounts and the Raiders. Once again, another stop here. Grulin was in there, as was uh, Josh Vargas. Mm-hmm. Exeter, 49. Penfield, 27. That game is wow. going off the rails as well. The Frost Bowl for my guy down there. Schuylkill Valley, 28. Hamburg, 13. Let's go. Schuylkill Valley all day. Alma mater, baby. Wait, wait, wait. Come on. It's Muhlenberg. Oh, come on. I mean, yeah, but I, I I'm not talking the about alma mater. I'm not talking about what my alma mater did today. <laughs> Mainline Central 47, Conestoga Valley 14 final. Yeah, game's over. Yeah. What was Elko? Uh, it was 42 nothing. They just they can win against darn near any team that they go up against, or at least keep mm -hmm. it close. They even kept it close against somebody like Why Missing, right? They actually did a pretty good job. They kept it uh, within a couple of scores, uh, at least within two touchdowns, and. Delay of game against man. I think they're just going to uh, take a Warwick. knee. Oh, yeah. They're just. They're yeah. Just, it's over. They're going to okay. take knee, drain the clock. I tell you what, good game next week. Anvil, Schuylkill Valley. Anvil, Cleona. Yes, because they're both tied yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. standings. Yeah. If Anvil has their uh, full rushing attack on display, that will be a really good game. Mm -hmm. Good job by Bob Locker here at Warwick. Uh, in his 23rd year as head coach, he just took a knee. And he's going to end the game here. Oh, he's bringing some other guys in here? What are they doing here? Kicking a field goal? Oh, no. it's That was fourth, fourth down. down. Yeah. That was fourth down. Just so taking the mules. They will turn over on downs. And yeah. So while the uh, the clock is stopped here, we're not going to have much of a uh, post game. We're going to wrap this one up now. <laughs> As Like I said, we're at three hours and 12 minutes. Now, uh, some of that has been music. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, we're at two hours and 43 minutes of game time. And... Mm -hmm. I would like to go home and see my children. I'm sure they're Pat, sleeping. I'm sure Pat would too. Doesn't mean that I don't go home and see them. I would I like still, to. I go home and tuck them in. And you know. really, yeah, yeah. I'll go home dad. and uh, watch maybe Narcos for a little bit and chill out. Before <laughs> bed. No, I'll, I'll go home and watch Suits. Uh, you know, Hand off uh, here for Muhlenberg. And be happy. Probably I don't have yeah, go ahead. one more ball. play left. Yep. And be happy. I don't want to wake up at five thirty to go to work. So yeah, that's a plus. Yeah. Always look at the positives, people. <laughs> but for this one, it, it will finish 64-7. to seven. Uh, Muhlenberg will drop to 1-8 on the year. 
Meanwhile, one, one and seven. Sorry, one and seven. That's my fault. You good? One and seven on the year, and Warwick will improve to two and six, picking up their second win of the season. And this may be the last play of the game, as mm -hmm. we'll be, be inside of forty seconds by the next time that they uh, decide to snap here, and and they send someone off, and the referee is deciding to send <laughs> off a Warwick player here with <sighs> twenty-five had something on. I don't know. They're just trying well, to keep us here now. Well, Ugh. this will now be the final play of the game, yes. <laughs> as Depending they will. On when they hike the ball. Yeah, they will snap it. the football inside forty seconds. Oh, so this awesome. will be the last play of the game. 64-7 to seven will be your final score as uh, Muhlenberg, tough sledding here to uh, finish off the season. That will Wait. most – now that will most yeah, certainly do it. Yeah, that will bring the end. So, like I said, 2-6 and six here for Warwick as they uh, continue on. Again, they play uh, Lebanon next week, I believe, so they should be able to pick up their third win of the season. Yes. Meanwhile, who are we playing? Ephrata. <laughs> the we Mounts. Playing the Mounts, who may be uh, coming off a, uh, a win against Twin Valley. <laughs> if, if you see Chris Miller, say hi to him. Wonderful person. Mm -hmm. So, unfortunate. Uh, the defense did play much better than the scoreline would indicate. Yep. There were three pick sixes, another scoop and score. So, 28 of those 64 points, all coming off of turnovers. Mm -hmm. And for the Mules... Yeah, you got some stuff to work on. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Uh, Torek had a, uh, a decent game. He actually ran the ball pretty well, uh, but they tried to get the ball in the hands of Mikey Miller more often. Mikey uh, ended up with negative yardage on the ground when it was mm. all said and done through 11 carries, six through the air. Uh, the lone, well, two lone bright spots. Both came early on in the first quarter. A 22-yard run by their punter uh, who ran it five-yard deep. Five yards the deep out of the end zone, ran it 22 yards for a first down. And then a 66-yard uh, little tomfoolery there with uh, Torek throwing it uh, up for Dotson, who was about 10 yards clear of anyone, and he just marched down the sideline for a 7-0 Muhlenberg lead at the time and then 64 unanswered by Warwick here to finish this one off here in Linnitz. Anything else for the good of the cause, Pat? I think we're good here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I won't be there next week. Yeah, we'll uh, take I care of uh, our best wishes to you and your family. Thank you. Yes, yeah, my, my, my father passed away, so so been some tough times for me. But thank you so much, Ryan. Thank you so much for Chris. But, yeah, I'll yeah. be back to wrap up the season the following week with you all. Yes, sir. Against and we'll two? finish. Conestoga Valley. Conestoga Valley. There you go. Another friend of mine, Skopansky, good guy there from Conestoga Valley. You have a lot of friends. <laughs> I coach for 15 years. I know these guys. <laughs> all right. That's good. Yep, we're done name dropping. At least Pat is because I'm <laughs> calling it quits here. But again, 64 to 7, your final score. We'll be back with you next week. Uh, Pat won't. I will. Uh, I believe that we have Mr. Rosenberry we do. on tap to be my uh, color analyst next yes, week. Sir. So, Ryan Rosenberry, the lone freshman on the team, we will have his father in here. Oh, that's awesome. I was told he knows how to talk because he works in sales. So, we'll yep. see if he can keep All up with right. me. So. And uh, yeah, we'll have that next week for you. 7 o'clock kickoff, 6.45. We're on the air right here on the Mule Sports Network. So we hope to uh, see you then. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you to Jerry for pulling it all together, for Pat uh, for doing color, Chris mm -hmm. for doing uh, our producing, our uh, sponsors for, of course, uh, making sure that this is all possible, and, of course, 
none of it would be possible without the fans for listening in as well. Mm -hmm. So thank you for doing so. Uh, we hope that you continue to do so throughout the uh, last two games of the year. Even though they might be at home, you got homecoming and everything else. Mm -hmm. uh, please share friends and family. Uh, we'll continue to uh, bring Muhlenberg football with you uh, through the next two uh, weeks, and then we'll hop on to basketball season. So, mm -hmm. uh, But until then... We'll see you next week, 645 on the air. For everyone here in Lidditz, I'm Ryan Lineweaver. Have a great night. Thank you for joining us for Muhlenberg Football on the Mule Sports Network. The game has been brought to you by the new Birdies Inn, located at Five Points in Exeter, MikeDragosports.com, the best high school sports coverage in Berks County, and Margarita's Pizzeria in Laurelton. Join us next week when the Mules will host the Effort of Mountaineers in the 2023 homecoming game. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gelliff Media. Good night. Good night.